Good morning and welcome to Saga Talk on Sunday with your host, Gregory Muncy, on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. Gregory talks with area business owners, civic leaders, as well as other folks in the region to find out what's happening in the Saga Talk Douglas area. Saga Talk on Sunday is being brought to you by Charming Saga Talk Rentals, The Interurban, Back to the Future, and Mill Pond Realty. And now, Gregory Muncy with Saga Talk on Sunday on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. Sunday and happy Independence Day. This is Saga Tuck on Sunday on 92.7 The Van and welcome to our special 4th of July extravaganza show here. And uh, thank you for joining us this morning as we broadcast live high above land sharks in beautiful downtown Saga Tuck. I'm Gregory Muncy, waking up with you as we catch the sun come over the hill here on Butler Street, where the parade will be marching through today at 11 a.m. That's right. The 4th of July parade is back this year, organized by Linda Kinnaman and sponsored by Sadaba. There's still time to get in the parade. Uh, Simply line up at the high school today at 401 Elizabeth Street on the hill by 1030 this morning. And then, and then join in the parade. That's at 11 a.m. Of course, spectators can just hang out all along Culver Street, Butler Street, Elizabeth Street, throughout the parade route as it comes through town. We are so excited to have the 4th of July parade this year. Then tonight at dusk, fireworks over the Kalamazoo. We'd like to thank Mike Johnson from Coral Gables and the Morning Grind, their Saturday morning show, the other morning show from Sagatuck, and along with many business owners and locals who have donated to have this big fun in our small towns. I'd like to thank our sponsors, Charming Sagatuck Rentals, The Interurban, Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop, and Mill Pond Realty. I'd also like to thank our producer, Ben Weingarten, and let you know that podcasts are now available online at 927thevan.com, so you can listen anytime, any of our shows, since we started our fun little show last year. You can also visit our Facebook page at Sagatuck on Sunday. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know what you'd like to hear. Like to have any guests on? If you think you've got something to bring to the area, some event that you're doing or uh, new business that you've got in the area, give us a call, give us a message, and we'll get right back to you. It's just after 7 a.m. It's about 67 degrees, and expect today's high to reach around 80 today. Summer weather is here. It's a perfect day for a parade. Uh, Parade weather will be 74 degrees, partly sunny, with a chance of fun. Get that? Chance of fun. Oh, I'm so clever. This morning, we have a lot to talk about. I've got a special guest co-host I'll introduce in a minute, Jerry Donovan from the Douglas City Council 
also famous comedian here in West Michigan. And together, we'll visit Stephen Boyd from the Judson Heath Colonial Inn at 607 Butler Street. And uh, we'll learn a little bit of history of the building. And uh, as they saved that wonderful building and turned it into a great bed and breakfast. Uh, and then we'll uh, also catch up with Jim Gorin from the Butler Pantry at 439 Butler Street, and we'll grill him about outdoor cooking and more. I'm so clever. Um, so grab a cup of coffee and settle in because we have a great show for you this morning as we celebrate the 4th of July. And I'd like to introduce my special co-host. So let's get that disco ball down from the ceiling. Let's get the dance floor out. And welcome, welcome to the mic and our beautiful studio here above, high above Land Sharks. Let's give a big round of applause to Terry Donovan. Greetings and salutations. I see what you did there. I'm grilling about outdoor yeah. cooking. That, uh-huh. that's, that's very clever, especially uh-huh. at this hour. Uh-huh. Jim Gowron. Um, yeah, he'll be with us. Uh, great guy. Used to own the Kirby back when it was a bed and oh. breakfast. And, um, and, uh, and uh, lots, of, lots of fun with him all the time at the Butler Pantry. Um, and then uh, Stephen Boyd, I'm excited to have him on as well later in the hour. Welcome to the show, Jerry Donovan. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Jerry Donovan, you were a guest on our show a while back, and uh, I reached out to you for our 4th of July. It was hard to get guests that, that want to that wanna do anything on a holiday. I'm really second-guessing this, but uh, <laughs> here I am, and uh, yeah, I'm here now. We're just going to plug away. Okay, very good. <laughs> hey, welcome to the show. Uh, Jerry Donovan, you are the uh, on, you serve as the uh, Douglas City, on the D- Douglas City Council as a council member, and you're also a famous comedian. Comedian, um, yeah. you drove all the way here today from where? From uh, uh, 101 North Union, Douglas, Michigan. 101 Union. I am, I'm the closest house to the Red Dock. Oh yes. Uh, and my and my mother said I'd never amount to anything. I showed her, huh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yes, I did my my trip across the bridge. It was beautiful. Sunrise coming up, mm-hmm. and uh, not many people out just yet, but. We'll get there. Yeah. It's uh, nice and quiet, the quiet before it's, the storm. It's eerily quiet. Yeah, eerily quiet. Yeah. Um, uh, so we're planning for a fun day here in downtown Saugatuck. Uh, how has your week been, Jerry? How is- uh, great. Uh, I, great. So you're also a comedian, and we, uh, I, you have brought the house down at many shows that I've gone to. And um, uh, you facilitate uh, uh, shows as well, as well as perform yourself. And uh, any gigs lately? Where have you been? Uh, well, you know, when you said uh, f- uh, famous comedian, I thought, well, I'll go comedian. I don't know about famous. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> I'm not one to brag, but last night I did a show in Watervliet, Michigan. Watervliet. I've been there before. In it's the, a small little town. Small little town. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, it was the Independence Day uh, festival that they had. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was an outdoor, all-age, no-liquor crowd, so right in my wheelhouse. Yeah. Uh, but we had a blast. It was yeah. a really fun time. Yeah, much like the crowd at Music in the Park. Correct. Yeah. Uh-huh. Correct. Oh, fun. Which I had a great time at the other night. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. That was yeah, my that first was a, one in quite a while. Yeah, well, that, well actually, uh, our first one was the week before. We had Don yep. Middlebrook. Yep. And uh, last week, we had James Reeser and the Backseat Drivers. Love the blues. You know what happened this week. Everybody was so excited that the sandbar opened on July 1st. I drove by it last night just for posterity. Yeah. And yes, they uh-huh. had the crowd outside, and everybody was just, I, it that's was, awesome. I mean, it feels like we're back. Yeah, I had know? the chance 
chance to stop in there um, uh, on their opening night, Thursday night, okay. um, and uh, it was the first, and uh, and uh, uh, it was so much excitement in there. All of the regulars, all of the locals, oh, cheering sure. everybody on as they walked in. There was a big group <clears throat> of locals, uh, Mike from the wine cellars, and a bunch of the you know that crowd, mm-hmm. a bunch of those guys, and um, and they kept cheering everybody on when they when they walked in. Oh, they go, Gregory, so cool. when I walked in, and everybody applauded, and everybody that walked in got a big got a big applause. Uh, James Reeser and the backseat drivers will be hosting the open mic night today, uh, as they do on the first Sunday of every month. Okay, and that's back. Uh, the afternoon jam session there starts at three p.m. So a little something to do after the uh, parade and before the fireworks. Absolutely. So excited to have that. Well, on. you know, when 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 we talk about everything opening back up, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you had. Kids going back to school. You had crowds at baseball games. You had, you know, masks that were being taken. And I thought, this is great. But it's not official till the sandbars open. Yeah, you're right. So we are officially back. Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. Yeah. It, it did feel that way. It uh, did. Uh, the sandbar is located on Butler Street here on the 100 block. And um, and you can uh, – I'm sorry. Yeah, the 100 block. And, uh, and uh, they've been a staple for – Golly, 50, 60 years or something. Mm-hmm. They've been there for a long time. And uh, it's our hole in the wall here in Saugatuck. And it's the place where you can go for the cheapest drinks. Absolutely. Cash only. Cash only, cheap uh, drinks. And, uh, and uh, Noel and uh, uh, the uh, the bartenders there, uh, Nick and uh, Pete, and they're all back. Yep. And uh, it's good to see it's good to see a little bit of normal, normalcy. See, Saugatuck has a sandbar, and Douglas has the cove. Yes, I, I always say that. I, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. The cove is the best hangout in Douglas. Hey, absolutely. Yeah. Anytime I talk to people from out of town, I always kind of say, "Well, you know, everything's wonderful. You have a great time wherever you go." But the two local places are sandbar and the cove. Now, the cove. Uh, Ryan Alexander uh, yes. uh, runs the cove there. His dad uh, and him. Uh, uh, he runs it. Pretty much runs the show now. Um, and uh, he's a great photographer. He I don't really know. is. If you go to Ryan O or Ryan O Alexander mm-hmm. on Facebook and you look at his pictures, uh, landscape, he does beaches and sure. things like that. Really great eye. I'll tell you another great photographer, Lyle Kissy. Yes, he is good. He has sent he sent uh, many photos to Sadaba. Uh, during our photo contest, we run an ongoing photo contest. Okay. And you can just send your photos to info at saugatuckdouglas.com right. and enter to win 100 Sadaba bucks. We give away once a year, usually at the Christmas ceremony. And, um, so you're, and, just, you're just out there bucking around, huh? Yeah, just bucking around. All right. Um, uh, we had a great uh, 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 donation or uh, uh, a um, grant from the Consumers Energy earlier in the year that matched us dollar for dollar, and we sold um, $20,000 worth of Sadaba bucks. That's just electric. And Sadaba bucks are used at most uh, Sadaba businesses. Okay. There's a few restaurants that don't accept them, but most of our uh, restaurants listed at our website at saugatuckdouglas.com accept, accept Sadaba bucks as cash. All right. And so uh, folks would call in and uh, sold, <laughs> sold about $20,000 in one day. Really? In one day. So folks would buy $50, but they'd get $100. 
because it okay. was a match program that was uh, that was uh, uh, from the Consumers Energy. That's fabulous. So it was fabulous. It's great for our business owners because that's cash that you sure. have to spend directly here in town. So uh, I like it. We still sell Sadaba bucks. People buy them as gifts for their families when they come into town. And you can call 269-857-1626. Or you can also email info at saugatuckdouglas.com. And they cost as much as you want to buy. So if you want $50, it's only $50. There's no extra charge there. And uh, use them as gifts. They come in $10 and $25 increments. So you keep your Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. We have Sadaba bucks. That's right. And uh, and they're bucks you can actually use. So uh, I don't know that Bitcoin. I don't. What is that? I, I, have you ever gotten into that? Or? Uh, you know, I looked into it early on, and uh-huh. then I thought, okay, I'm going to get some of this, and then to get it, they were, well, we need a picture of your driver's license, and we need this and that. I was like, all right, I don't know you guys well enough for that. So <laughs> I tried, but, and it seems like people are making billions or losing their shirts, one yeah. or the other. There's yeah. no in-between, it seems like. Yeah, but I see that. I figure I leave that for the Mark Cubans of the Can world. Can you buy something with Bitcoin? Can, I mean, <clears throat> I guess there is a market out there that people that are selling things for Bitcoins. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's one guy in the NFL who was paid in Bitcoin. Really? Yeah. I don't know how it works, but he, he said, nope, just pay me in Bitcoin. Well, that's 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 funny. It really is. Um, uh, so that's interesting. Uh, Jerry, um, uh, are you plans to be in the parade today? Uh, to be determined. I have a couple other things that I have to get handled, and then uh, I think I'm going to be. And my, my whole my, – what I was going to do is just show up, have my truck – uh-huh. And just have two posters on it that says, just some guy. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> no business, no political, just some guy. Just some guy. Just some guy. Yeah, right. You know, I got caught in traffic. Yeah. You know. yeah. um, I'll, I'll, I'll be there for sure. Uh-huh. In it, I don't know yet, but fingers crossed, and, right, and right. we'll do it. Those are great glasses you're wearing. Those are great frames. Well, don't tell my wife because they're hers. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she's going to wake up looking for the coffee maker and stumble into the refrigerator. But, yeah, I... That should be fun. I know. I do like them, though. Yeah, yeah. You know? Uh, Jerry's married to Sarah Donovan. um, The lovely. The lovely Sarah Donovan. Um, She is quite the socialite in the Douglas and Saugatuck area. The butterfly. Butterfly. Yes. And uh, uh, Sarah Donovan and the girls there at Fresh Produce back at the time. And when we were operating Del Sol right next to them, we had such a great uh, uh, time over the years there, yeah. uh, over a decade there, uh, on that corner there across from the uh, city hall. And uh, We can't drive by it without her saying, oh, gosh, we had such good times yeah. there. And yeah. Our businesses have been replaced by a juice bar and a liquor bar. So, I thought there was some liquor going on while you guys were there. So. <laughs> I, uh, you would have thought. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, uh, nobody has that much fun. So bubbles come out naturally, believe it or not. <clears throat> right. Um, but um, the um, uh, the uh, the juice spot over there is called um, the Tree of Life Juice, and that's owned by Whitney Troutman. Okay. Her father is my landlord. And well, we love that and place. I, and I spend all my money downstairs at their at, at David's, their sons downstairs at Landshark. So I just bought a new pair of the. On cloud tennis shoes. Oh, look at these! They're beautiful. They're absolutely beautiful. Wow, uh, I know, and they're so comfortable. They are. Those are. Let me see that again. That is beautiful. Yeah, they are cool tennis shoes. So, 
um, and being on my feet all the time. Um, that, yeah, uh, get my shoe back on. Um, <clears throat> Jerry, you serve also serve now. You, of course, you're the uh, uh, comedian. You got any shows coming up this week or not this week? Not this, no, oh, that's nice. summertime. You know, it's interesting. Uh, summertime is generally the slower time for comedy. Okay, and uh, interesting. People are outside doing outside activities. Two things: people are outside, uh-huh. you know, doing the boating and the yachting and fun outdoor stuff. Right. So it's harder getting them inside. Right. And then not only that, but several of my venues have no air conditioning. They oh. are true Michigan structures. Oh, yeah. So uh, it gets a little clammy from time to time. Yeah, so like, yeah. post-Labor Day, things cook back up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Um, the, uh, you also serve on the uh, city of Douglas. The, you are on the council there. I am indeed. And uh, uh, I'm just uh, looking at the city council notes, as I always do. Yep. I like to keep up with what's going on in Douglas. And you can go to their website um, there at uh, uh, City of uh, City of Douglas, um, and uh, you can find the manager's report. And he provides a report every week about what's going on in Douglas. Um, and so I see the uh, uh, the parade, uh, the fireworks uh, were approved by you guys. Correct. Uh, and did everybody approve that? Uh, it was six to one. Six to one? Because it was five to two here. Well, so there were a couple. We just that, knew we wanted to outscore Saugatuck. That's all we wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Hey, um, Jerry Donovan over the years, I know a couple times, has hosted a softball tournament. Between Sagatuck and Douglas. Kickball? Kickball. Okay, kickball. Battle of the Bridge, Battle which will be making a reappearance this year. Oh, really? Yes. So yes. so they get folks from Douglas and Sagatuck to battle it out, the two, the twin cities of West Michigan. Mario Diaz and I uh, started it up. We got things kicked off. See what I did there? And then, oh, um, yeah. And we had, the first year was just really a lot of fun. Uh-huh. And then the second year was a lot of fun, although some people took it a little more seriously than we were anticipating. Got extremely competitive. <laughs> and sadly, last year we had one that was sort of ad hoc. Um, Douglas won that one. Thank uh-huh. you very much. Uh-huh. Uh, thanks to Bill McElwain and his, oh, okay. and his guidance because he was spearheaded it. <laughs> I was out of town and couldn't play. But this year we're going to do it and get it back, uh, get it back on track. Mm-hmm. 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 And hopefully everybody says, you know, we're here for fun. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody's going to end up in the in the uh, major kickball league. So I mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, haven't determined a date yet, but it'll be here before Labor Day. Oh, very good. <clears throat> oh, I looked out my window, and there is the city of Saugatuck keeping everything clean. Thank you for keeping it clean out there. <laughs> they do a great job. They're getting ready for the parade. I know um, uh, uh, there will be quite the parade coming in this afternoon. And our city DPW, they work really hard to make everything clean. They do. So shout out to Scott and the whole crew over there. They do a great job. Um, how's the uh, steps coming along over at Douglas? Fabulous. We got Abs- the, yep. They're, going back they're, down to the beach. They were missing to, all of last year. All of last year. Just wiped out. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, our city manager, Rich, did a great job spearheading the effort and uh they're open they're beautiful uh they're much more sturdy 
mm-hmm. than years prior. Mm-hmm. And I encourage everybody just to go and take a take a little trip out to Douglas Beach, go on down and see what they are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we also did, uh, you know, when we had the record high water mark, uh, we did some beach revetment down there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, of course, we do that, and then the water recedes, but we kind of knew that was a chance. Right. But next time it comes back up, we are prepared. Oh, well, that's good. You've uh, got a game plan when it comes We have up. a game plan. Uh-huh. Yep. Well, good, yep. good. Yep. That sounds really good. Um, and then uh, uh, I saw that, um, you know, uh, I haven't had a chance to go down there, but I did see that we've, got, we've claimed a lot of the beach back. When I'm running around for Mill Pond Realty and checking up on their houses, uh, yep. all of the, their lakefront houses, they have their beach back. Absolutely. And uh, so it's nice to have things, like I said, back to normal, even more normal than they were in 2018. We're, we're, we're normaler now. We're even more normal than – I feel like 2020 didn't even happen. <clears throat> Isn't it? Well, funny you say yeah, that you, because – Do you feel that way sometimes? I do. I was talking to somebody yesterday, and I said, well, it was – and I thought, well, wait a minute. What year was that? <laughs> and what throws you off is they say COVID-19. Right. Well – you should call it COVID 2020 yeah. because that's really when the major part of it hit. Right. So it's hard. Like, okay, wait. First of all, you have to ask, what year is it that yeah. we're in now? That's yeah. first. And then do the math. And I'm <laughs> like, well, wait, was that? No, it wasn't then. And uh, so, yeah, trying to catch up and get the calendar back on track. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, uh, what else is going on in Douglas? What well, else is going on? Um, we have acquired Point Pleasant Marina. That's, I heard that. Tell me more about that. Well, um, Bud and Max, uh, everybody knows right. about Point Pleasant. Uh-huh. They, they put it on the market. Uh-huh. And uh, we, the city of Douglas, through a grant with the state of Michigan, as well as a 20% match from Douglas, we were able to acquire it. Oh, wow. And um, we just transitioned it to municipal. It is public. Uh-huh. Um, our DPW crew, which is just as good as your DPW crew. <laughs> of course. And then maybe some. Anyway, they've done a marvelous <laughs> job over there. We, we cleared a lot of brush and a lot of plants and things like that. Really must uh, dressed it up. Uh-huh. We have picnic tables. We have uh, restroom facilities. So oh. it's, it's a work in progress. So um, as a municipal a munis- municipal uh, um, are folks allowed to just bring their boats during the day and just dock up? How does that work? At this point, no. And the reason being is all the slips are filled with seasonal rentals. Oh, I see. Okay? Yeah. And, and um, what we intend on doing is keeping a couple for transient um, usage oh, okay. uh, in the future. Now, transient usage, would, would that include overnight? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. In fact, we do have one slip that we've kept available for overnight. Because I know we've got the uh, shops over here, uh, the the shop docks over right. here in right. Coughlin Park, but yep. those aren't for overnight. Those are just for Correct. the day. Correct. Okay. Well, that's really cool. So now you guys got your own marina. We have our own marina. Oh, that's great. And I'm not one to brag, but I am the uh, uh, harbor master for oh. Point Pleasant Marina. Oh, very good. Volunteer. Very so good. It, very uh, good. You know, based on my the proximity of where I live, I go by it all the time. So I said, you know, I'll just keep an eye on it. Uh-huh. Uh, make sure everything is copacetic, and uh-huh. that's pretty much it. Uh-huh. Um, uh, also, you know, and Douglas, I want to ask you about the Wiley Road Trail. Okay. There's, a, there's a trail going down Wiley Road. What is that about? Well, it's a it's a sidewalk actually. I mean, right. It, it's uh, <clears throat> it's going to go from just east of the harbors, uh-huh. and it's going to go from there all the way down to Wiley Road. Oh, okay. That's what we're working on now. Oh, okay. So the harbors, that's uh, the retirement uh, uh, area there. My friend Mike Carey does, who 
own Del Sol uh, that I bought okay. Del Sol from. Uh, he uh, he does the maintenance there. That's his part time job. It really? keeps him busy. He okay. he works there about half a day till about noon. And then he has the rest of the day to hang out. He he likes to keep his uh, okay. boat in South Haven, and 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 uh, and so he works there. So that'll that'll give a, a nice access to those folks. Yes. to go for a walk yeah. into town. Because when you go along Wiley Road, there's no sidewalk no. on either side, and there's enough uh, residential, you know, easement back there to yeah. just just. We wanted to go further east, but that's we're just east uh-huh. of the harbors, and it's going to connect all the way to Wiley Road. Douglas has really worked hard um, to make their downtown area uh, attractive and pedestrian friendly. Absolutely, I've noticed that the changes the last few years yep. that that uh, you're doing everything you can to get everybody to turn down Center Street. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> including no, it's, it, it's fabulous to see because last last well. This last week, of course, holiday weekend, everything's open. It's really, it's really bustling. Uh-huh. You have uh, Wade's Bayou down there, and we have a tea dock that people can bring their dinghy to, tie up, and go into downtown Douglas. And then, you know, you have Borrowed Time, uh-huh. which is just doing phenomenally. Right. Uh, our good friend Matt Bomber at Everyday People Cafe, uh-huh. Wild Dog, uh-huh. Michigan Coast, and all the shops and galleries in there. Yeah, uh, it's really a nice mix. You've got like seven galleries right in that downtown Correct. area. Correct, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and then so, uh, uh, a back alley pizza. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Dave, Dave, right around the corner. Such uh-huh. a great guy. Um, so yeah, I mean it's a real cool stroll. Respite is. That's our uncommon grounds, uh-huh. and it's beautiful out there. You'll, you know, in an hour they're going to be packed out front. Oh yeah, there's that that, that group of folks out front, including yes. Walter the Wonderful. Walter the Wonderful, <laughs> and they sit out there and they gossip all day long. <laughs> all day long, right? And and I, <laughs> and, uh, and I know Taru, who serves on the uh, board of transportation with myself and Phyllis Eif. Uh, she hangs out there too, as well. I see all of the um, elders uh, yes, out there. Yes. Uh, That's uh, a of good the way area. to put it. The elders, the elders, and uh, uh, gossiping, and uh, so I, I like to razz them every time I go. Uh, every time I go sure, by, sure, sure. And, uh, and uh, a lot of times I'll, I'll I'll act like a chicken. I'll go bop 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 when I walk because that's what they're doing. Bark, 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 bark. And then we have our beautiful new library over there, which I know a lot of people have not had a chance to go into yet. It has been wonderful, Ingrid um, uh, Boy. Or, or Boyer, is that correct? Her? Yep. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm so bad with last names. Um, uh, but Ingrid uh, has uh, uh, done a wonderful job uh, with that transition into the new building. Right. And uh, I know Interurban, now that we've been meeting in person, we meet at that wonderful facility there uh, once a month when we have our uh, monthly board meetings. So, right. a beautiful facility. Much needed. Uh, um, I agree. Although I really did like the way that the old library looked. Right. Um, it was really quaint. It was in that old church, old building, right. old hall. Yep. And um, uh, but uh, they really needed some updating. And uh, I think that without going overboard, they did something that was absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and uh, it the architecture fit in with the community. Right. And uh, and I thought I thought that's a really I think that's a really nice building. Uh, tell me something. What's going on with the old library building? What are they going to do with that? We are currently looking at potential options uh-huh. as to what. It could be uh-huh. uh, many many people have expressed interest uh-huh. so we're just sort of weighing our options and the, then the thought of selling it perhaps uh, to a private? either selling it or lease purchase type thing something uh-huh. like that we want and we're being very careful because we want something that's going to fit in with the with the downtown theme right um 
Several people have expressed uh, an interest from Oxbow, uh, oh. opening up a studio slash gallery, oh, that's which cool. I think would be cool. Yeah. And I would like to see some programming going on there where, okay, Oxbow's there, so this week we're going to do sculptures and you classes, know, pottery and, yeah. and, and, uh, and, and painting and things like that. I think it would be great. Yeah. So that's one option. And then, you know, there's some other people who have had some other ideas, but like I say, we're just kind of looking at it and, and I expect something to happen between now and, and the end of the year mm-hmm. for sure. As mm-hmm. far as the decision made, mm-hmm. if not sooner. Yeah. Well, uh, well, that's really cool. Um, love to get caught up with everything in Douglas, Absolutely. but let's, let's get out on blue star for a minute before we go to break. Okay. We've got a lot of locals crying about, about turning onto blue star. Um, you know, a lot of folks think that we should have lights everywhere, uh, traffic lights everywhere. I, I hear that people propose that maybe there should be one at the entrance onto Lake Street into Saugatuck, one at Maple, and one at Allegan. What do you think about going through a string of lights like that? Well, first thing you do is you stop back and do a traffic study. Mm-hmm. You, you look at the number of incidences that have occurred in the last five-year period. Yeah. You sit down with Allegan County, uh-huh. and, uh, you know, that's who we have to work with as well yeah. because that's that's county road, especially right. when you're out in the township. Right. Uh, I know when you hear this much from that many uh-huh. that you really have to sit down and take a serious look at it. Sure. So uh, – and we also have at Wiley Road and Blue Star out by the other Isabel's yeah. and the beautiful green koi. I mean, right. all of a sudden that's like popped up and we've got a ton of traffic going out there. So, I mean, we need to just do a comprehensive tri-community study yep. to say where should they go and how should it work. You're right. That that would be a great project for, for the township, the city right. of Saugatuck and the city of Douglas right. to work together on. Um, you know, there's lots of ideas. I kind of like the idea of changing the speed limit to 35. Um, as we've had many new businesses open there on Blue Star, like Full Circle Nutrition. Right. Uh, we have the Saugatuck Scooters. They were on the show a while back. Okay. Um, uh, you know, um, uh, I think 35 would be reasonable. Um, up, up there. I know, I know when I'm coming down Allegan and, and I'm just going straight across, it is a challenge. Uh, especially in the summertime, and now that a lot of traffic is being rerouted because of the artery there right. that's being closed off. So, right. Um, but uh, well, but there, I think that's an idea. There's two things. Um, 35 is a, maybe 45. Maybe, yeah. Or, you know, be because when you, when you think about it, you hit uh, the light up there at Burger King and uh-huh. Spectators, and then you don't have another light until you hit Center Street. That's and true. if you catch that green, you're going all you're going five miles and no traffic light at all. Right, and <clears throat> that's maybe there, that would be good to break it up somewhere in between. And I can tell you, based on where I live, uh, 35 is great. Compliance is another matter. There <laughs> right. are people who they just you know. In fact, my brother-in-law got pulled over uh, right in front of my house, mm-hmm. and the guy says, "You know how fast you were going?" He said, uh, "Yeah, I think like 50." He says, Ooh. the speed limit's 35. Yikes. And he said, well, why do you call it Blue Star Highway? Yeah, right. <laughs> so <laughs> it's sort of a misnomer. See, I thought that, too. It is a highway. Um, it is 730 already. Time so flies. we're going to have to cut it. We're going to have to go for a commercial break. Uh, this is Gregory Muncy on Saugatuck on Sunday on our Fourth of July extravaganza show with my co-host, Jerry Donovan. Thanks for joining today, Jerry. Honored. 
we've got St- Stephen Boyd from the Judson Heath Colonial Inn in the background here. He's got some history to share, and we've got questions about about uh, the bed and breakfast there and uh, the things that they do over there. And he'll be on in just a second after these commercial commercials from our sponsors, Charming Saugatuck Rentals, the Interurban Transit Authority, Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop, and Mill Pond Realty. You're listening to Saugatuck on Sunday on 92.7 The Van. We'll be right back after these messages. Welcome back to Saga Tuck on Sunday. Happy 4th of July. Don't forget our parade at 11 a.m. here in downtown Saugatuck. It'll come down the hill on Elizabeth Street from the high school. If you'd like to participate, we'd like to ask you to be at the high school by 1030. And uh, Linda Kinneman and her uh, volunteers and family will help you line up. And I'd like to thank the Allegan Police Department, the city of Saugatuck, and, of course, our DPW for helping make this all happen. Um, we've got uh, our guest coming up, uh, next guest, as we promised. I'm Gregory Muncy, by the way, here with Jerry Donovan. And uh, waking up with you here, we do this every Sunday, uh, 7 to 9 a.m. You can also go to our podcast at 927thevan.com. Uh, this podcast is usually up uh, about an hour within the hour after the show. So if you're sleeping in and you still want to catch us, you still can. Uh, I like to get right away with our next uh, our next guest here and let's get that disco ball down and let's get the dance floor out as Steven works the runway there he goes and he swish sachet <laughs> welcome welcome Stephen Boyd the Boyd from the Judson Heath Colonial Inn welcome to the show Don Corleone I am so honored <laughs> uh, welcome to the show. <laughs> that makes me Luca Brazza. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Stephen, um, you and Jen, uh, your beautiful wife Jen, there um, uh, found this beautiful uh, uh, building. Well, it wasn't building. beautiful when we found it. No, it wasn't. Actually, uh, it was. It was. It was known as the Butler Eyesore. Blight <laughs> uh, of the town. We often refer to it as a cross between the Munsters and Sanford and Son. Uh huh. Um, I'm dating myself here a little uh-huh. bit. <laughs> I'm right with you. So the it's Judson. <laughs> the Justin Heath Colonial Inn is at 607 Butler Street, and uh, they found this wonderful building with a lot of history to it. They raised this thing. It was it 2016, 17? Uh, January 2016. 2016 was when we broke ground. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember sharing pictures on our social media on the Business Association where you guys rose the whole thing up from the ground. You created a new foundation. You put it down, and you built this most lovely bed and breakfast. You know, I knew she could be beautiful if she just got a chance. Yeah. Um, but the truth is, is had we not bought it, it would have been bulldozed. Yeah. It was very, very far gone. I worked 30 years in commercial construction, so it was going to take a specialist to come in and, you know, revive her. Our theme all the way through the project was raising the Titanic. Yeah. Um, and it's that's actually not too far of a metaphor. <laughs> right. I mean, I was, I was amazed uh, that you had that much care and thought 
for such an old building. Because to tell you the truth, if it was my property, I probably would have brought out the bulldozer. Yeah, block top and condos. Uh, I, I wouldn't that, that go was, that far. Well, that that was the talk. Oh um, yeah. You know, but uh, it was uh, it really was a, a passion and being able to see you know what the potential was, what could happen here, and honestly, for you know location, 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 we had said. Um, you know, it's not like you're building a gas station in the desert and you hope somebody drives by. Mm-hmm. So we realized that uh, she could be beautiful. She had been one day, and it was just a matter of bringing her back to that. Bringing her back to that, yeah. And uh, they created a wonderful facility. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen a lot of the things that you've done. You you made your own dining room table. You should see this dining room table. Okay. It's been, Yeah, it's been on TV. Yeah. <laughs> what time do we eat? Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, typically, uh, 9.30 is, is breakfast, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, I'm going to say most every weekend there'll be one couple that we don't see at breakfast, and they'll come down later and they'll say, we could smell the coffee, we could smell the breakfast, but we have four kids and we could never just stare at the ceiling. They said, we laid there for hours and we just didn't say anything, we just stared. <laughs> that would be me, the missing the breakfast guy. Yeah. Then, Where is everything? Uh, dude, it's 3 o'clock. Yeah, dude, so. it's 3 o'clock. Here's a stale bagel. The beautiful thing about your location is you're just on the cusp of, you know, all the activity and the beehive of action downtown. And then you walk over there and it's like very peaceful. It is. It really is. And quiet. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. You kind of walk into this little hush. Right. Uh, that you know, one block away is is the crow flies. Yeah. You know, yeah. Are the bands and live music and all the activity and uh, what what not going mm-hmm. around town. You have a great front porch there where they yeah. do their breakfast. A the lot terrace. Excuse us. Your terrace. <laughs> We're porch people, pal. Yeah. yeah, we're yeah. People. <laughs> oh, it's my neighbor Billy. He said, uh, "Oh, this is this is the Grand Terrace. You're like the Grand Hotel of Saugatuck." Nice. Oh, I like that. I like that. Noble Archian. Yeah. Gonna get him on the show pretty soon wanted to have him on today uh, uh but i'm gonna have him on pretty soon sure um my uh, neighbor yeah uh he's <laughs> he's a allegan county judge sure. and uh and hangs out here in town they do a wonderful thing on mondays they do a dedication to bill galligan at oh, the yeah. uh-huh, and have a dinner there uh called the first friends club yes and uh i uh, like to provide a flower arrangement for them uh oh, every so monday you? Yeah, and I'll make it at the flower shop and bring it in on Monday. They usually use it. I make it for brandy. Yeah, uh, but uh, but they but they'll uh, set it at their table for their compliments. Little, uh, back to the fuchsia. Back to the fuchsia back flower. To the shop. Fuchsia. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That's who we use. Um, so now you um uh, Steve, uh you've been there uh, since 2016. Sure. And um, and you guys have a bed and breakfast. You have different rooms throughout. Uh, uh, tell me a little bit about uh, uh, your rooms there. Well, it was you know. Recreating, uh, touching on the history of the town, history of the house, history of the people who were there, and and maybe even taking a little bit more liberty as it went on. Like uh, third floors is kind of a bit more elaborate. Rooms are really huge, um, you know. So those were a little bit more playful uh, for my. And I looked at Jen and said, you know, those are going to be my babies on uh, third floor. So those are uh, Jagger, Bowie, and Elton. Uh, oh, Jagger, Boy, and what's the other one? Elton. Elton. Oh, is it Elton? Oh, so did... No connection. I'm just <laughs> saying. You know, there was somebody actually in a town here whose name was John Elton, you know, back in the okay. 1800s. So I'm just throwing that out there. Oh, okay. You know, no connection to where you just immediately went to. So you have, you have names for all the rooms. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, so on the lower floors, um, like there's a Singapore room, oh. uh, which somebody had gifted us a land grant. Um 
the document from 1839 that wow. was adjacent to Singapore. Uh, I do need to bring back by the Historical Society at some point for them to photograph and just document that Definitely. it exists. Yeah. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, but the, I mean, there were a number of things that people gifted us because they wanted, you know, they saw that this is going to be uh, a fixture in the community and they wanted to know that it wasn't going to end up on eBay someday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How many rooms do you have? Uh, eight rooms. Nice. And okay. uh, so there's like a Native American themed room named for, you know, it's actually, we had to search for phrases in Potawatomi, mm-hmm. um, just in a homage to the tribe who uh, is still around. Um, but uh, the name is called uh, Giabwe, which means okay. uh, I had a dream. How oh, perfect for a room. That's Giabwe. <laughs> yeah. Giabwe um, means yeah. I had a dream. Yeah. Huh. And uh, so the, the, a few other, you know, names of various things like the there's a room called Percheron that uh, is named for the horses that were used and, you know, in the community widely for the lumber trade and everything. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, well, for its history and origin, you know, just various names and touching on it and then trying to find things. You know, you don't want things that are off the shelf from Menards. So, I mean, we right. look for light fixtures from the 1920s and 30s, some even older mm-hmm. that are just where they were gas fixtures and I rewired them. Uh-huh. Um, so Jen and I did most of this ourselves. Right. Um, I mean, we did have a licensed plumber and electrician for the permits, but, uh, but we you, did everything else. Yeah, yeah, I, I see that. I've, I've seen that as you guys grow. You do your own gardening. You do everything. You're out, yeah. You guys are out there all the time. Well, you know, uh, B&B is a lifestyle, and if you're not having a blast, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Um, so you have a few moments, and you throw in a load of laundry, and after that, you go, well, that's right. You go, well, you know, I'm thinking I'm going to work in the garden. You pull some weeds. You run back in, greet a guest. Uh, it, it really is a lot of fun. It keeps you on your toes. It does. It does. Wait. I, bet, I bet you've met some fascinating people. Yeah. We have. Uh, you know, but from all walks of life, I mean, sure, we've met, we've had a number of celebrities, but you'll also meet these people that would never enter the history books that are just really amazing, amazing people, you know, that, uh, one gentleman in particular who he had been a, a huge influence on a young man that later became the president of the United States. Um, and that was Obama. Uh, Obama? Yeah. There there was a uh, a gentleman who he had been uh, reached out to early on. He had gone through the heart of the civil rights movement. Okay. And a fascinating gentleman, just the stories every day and picking his brain. And I'm a history buff and getting a little bit more of the story and piecing it out and how somebody had come to him and said, you know, we just have this young man that, uh, you know, he just has great potential, but he's really lacking focus. Can you sit with him Mm -hmm. and and help him to, to zone? in on on a direction that to be what we think he can okay and that was obama hmm. well you, you know, know I, that I, young I, man I lived, I lived 20 years in springfield illinois and in part while he was down there um wow. in state government so i know <clears throat> i mean he'd shoot baskets at the y wow yeah cool you know i never met him but i know several people sure. who did and they were always they had nothing but good in things Springfield, to say. right? In Springfield, I Illinois. saw that since that's episode. where he announced his his initial right. campaign. <laughs> sure. It was on the steps of the state capitol. It was on the Simpsons, right? 
Springfield? Okay. <laughs> okay, we're trying to be grown up here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck with that. Okay, now, luck. Okay, now, celebrities, come on. Uh, name drop. New we name yeah. uh, well, here's the thing. When you're a B&B owner, uh, all okay. that remains discreet. Um, it's just the nature of the business. I understand. Um, mm-hmm. So we respect everybody's privacy. And, and you know, and that's kind of the history of the town and, and the, just the mantra of the okay, town then is we want, that we, you we can come hands. here. You can be somebody famous walker around and you know there's not going to be a circle of cameras around you yeah 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 that's great yeah yeah that's great so you can simply fade into the you know the town here yeah uh we get a lot of celebrity sightings we here. do mm-hmm. more than people think uh, exactly you know? um and uh and uh, uh i've had the chance to do some celebrity weddings as well with okay. gene sure and uh you know you keep it under your belt sure uh but you get to meet some really cool people yeah. right, right. Yeah, but um, on, a, on a personal level you yeah know, just Correct. on a one-to-one where without all the glitter and the hoopla yeah. cameras yeah, yeah. uh-huh uh-huh so when you guys pulled up that building um and restored it did you find anything thankfully no oh okay. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> you find some arrowheads and everything shuts no, down. I mean, uh, the first thing you you know <laughs> you start, like, you start I, excavating I and you're thinking oh god please no indian burial ground right. right you know well you don't know i mean there was one under city hall you know sure yeah. um yes i mean there's another one uh, i think at the oxbow uh, yeah. I mean, you know, in that vicinity by the Oval Beach. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, this is the only structure that had, you know, been there historically. So even the guys who were excavating it said, my gosh, there, there was absolutely nothing here. Usually you find bottles, you find yeah. miscellaneous. What, what year was the original structure built? The original structure was built. A paper trail ends in 1837. Wow. As a stagecoach stop out on the frontier. And it was uh, the problem was is there was the history that people some people you know were adamant about here in the town, but the more we researched it, I had to be able to explain the architectural structure to the guys who were going to lift it. So I started looking at the date they were giving me, and nothing. So you go back a little bit, nothing. You go back, and jumping way ahead here of all the clues and points that you come across, they stopped making the nails in 1840. Okay. Well, now I had the house older than having been here. Okay. So you don't have oh, okay. feelings about it. You just gather information, lay it all out on the table. Right, it will right. tell its own story. You just don't have any – don't try to sway it any which way. Right. Um, and uh, El Nathan Judson, the builder, it was in the Judson Hotel, um, he was a major mover and shaker out on the frontier. He owned about a third of the town here, everything on the hill. Uh, okay. He owned. If you buy a house there today, it, it's your deed says Judson's Edition, lot number, or, you know, whatever. Okay. So we're talking Allegan County. Huh. Um, but in the former town where he was, he was the bank. He was the tavern. He was the hotel, the general store. He was the constable. Wow. Yeah. He was a major, major mover and shaker out on the frontier. Oh, wow. Wow. And, so uh, the question begs, is it haunted? Yes. Uh, you know what? We were asked early on uh, the... Previous occupants seemed to think it was, but, uh, you know, honestly, the house was listing back, you know, tilting back a foot. So you would open a door and 20 minutes later, it slammed shut. And, uh, you know, at the very most, I can think it. I don't know how the universe works. I used right. to think I did. You know, the years go on <laughs> as you get older and you go, no, no, that didn't pan out. Yeah. Uh, but the truth is, is, is the very most I can think if there had been something, um, maybe they were just upset about the state of the house. Okay. And knowing that it was going to be cared for, they simply went to the rest. 
Oh. Well, well, that's good. From here out, it's haunted. Yes, no, no you'll, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. You'll be, yes. you know, you'll, you'd be disappointed in that yeah. regard. But uh, but you know, I, I I honestly believe that you make a very good point that there may have been you know spirits, but they saw what you were doing and saw what you were your, the love and the care you have for it, and they may have said, "Okay, we can finally rest." Sure, sure. They were probably banging the doors from the previous owner, saying, "Clean up this mess." Yeah, <laughs> you're still here. <laughs> you're still here. Well, on a real brief side note, my sister owned a home in uh, uh, Kirkwood, Missouri. All right. That was a stop on the Underground Railroad. Wow. And it was a oh. Civil War hospital. Wow. Okay. And I can assure you I had different encounters. Right. And, right. and nothing great, but you would hear steps and voices and things like that. And one of – they documented that one of the people who died there was – you know how you had the drum, the fife? Yeah, yeah. Okay. The fife, the 14-year-old fife player passed away there. Right. Okay. And, you know, when you get children in there, they sometimes just kind of look off into a different direction and things like that. Well, but I do too. I do that, too. I have attention deficit. You know, so. <laughs> I, I, uh, that's, squirrel. That's so fantastic. <laughs> Over done, at uh, the Felt know. Mansion that Patty, Patty uh, she has uh, said that runs that Patty Meyer um, uh, th- that runs over the Felt Mansion over there. She has mentioned many times uh, uh, haunting experiences, sure. and sure. Uh, she, th- she's very convinced. I'm, I'm, I'm a hard, I'm a hard critic when it comes to ghosts. You know, I, 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 I see things and I hear things from other people, but I've never seen a ghost walk up to me and say, I'm a ghost. You know, my, my question is this. Okay, I'm, I'm taking your little cheat sheet here. Cheat sheet. Is, is, is there a conscious in the room that I can hold this up and say, can you read this back to me? Or are we just dealing with something like if I throw a rock in the water and you see rings, that this is just an echo of something that happened? I, I don't have the answer. See, I wonder but, that too. Is it an echo of something that actually happened? Yeah, is, yeah. Is like like just, you said, yeah, a ripple is it effect. Just, yeah, is it just uh, and a reverberation? And it's crossing over to reality. Sure. Um, you know, but uh, one of the most uh, something. I'm going to take us in another direction here. Oh, something okay. very fascinating to happen is uh, amongst all the letters of the pioneers and everything, and researching all the history, you're constantly chasing down rabbit trails. I uncovered. Uh, a mention of a guest in the letters of the pioneers in the Library of Congress, uh, who was a Chippewa chief, and a, a gentleman from the yes, a guest who had uh, walked into the Judson Hotel off a stagecoach in 1848. Oh wow! And I'd found uh, about uh, about six or eight daguerreotype photographs of him in the Library of Congress. And uh, recently, uh, one of my guests had found out. He said, you know, there's a brief book of his memoirs, uh, autobiography. He wrote his own story to that point of, uh-huh. in that year, 1848. Wow. Um, of, he was part of a Wild West show. Okay. And he traveled all over Europe. And in the photographs I have, he has medals on his jacket. And these are in the, he had met emperors. He spoke a number of wow. languages. He was quite an educated gentleman. His name was Mongudas. Uh, you had to have a Christian name as well, so he went by George Henry. Okay. But he starts from his journey in New York and sailing across the ocean and describing everything, you know, from his own eyes that he'd never seen anything like this. The waves were like mountains. The mast on the ship broke. Oh, man. It took us, you know, 28 days. You know, we left on the 1st of April. We got there on the 28th of April. And um, and from there, going around and meeting everybody and his colorful descriptions of saying, you know, like the the 
the Queen of England, you know, he, he doesn't know the word soldiers. He says her warriors. Oh, okay. That they had these polished metal breastplates on and these cone-shaped hats with a horse tail up. Mm-hmm. And they had these long beards on their upper lip that look like our dogs when they catch a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is, he's just like the, the, the view. I mean, this is like Tom Sawyer in reverse. Yeah. 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 Right. You know, this isn't like explorers coming here telling you the wonders. This is somebody going back, you know, to the European world and saying, my gosh, this strange world we've discovered. Yeah. Yeah. Written, right. at, written as it happened. Yeah, yeah. That's fascinating. And and, uh, and so you found out the history of him staying. At, yeah, at your... and, you know, chasing out bits and pieces. And, you know, so you, you leave little footprints of your own as you're out digitally. And somebody recently contacted me who was a actor, a writer, performer uh, up in Canada. And he wants to write a play based on Mungwuda's life. And so we've been, you know, I've been giving him all my sources of information. We've been going back and forth and uh, we are going to be talking, you know, um, do a Zoom meeting or something Uh um, some point soon to uh, just further the idea and hammer this out. And he said, you know, I just love the reverse explorer Uh idea. Instead of somebody coming here and telling you, you know, everything about what they discovered and somebody going back, you know, to where the explorers came from. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and going over about that, he met the king of France. Wow. You know, fascinating. fascinating. You know, and yeah. they would do these, you know, full performances, you know, in their native garb and everything wow. and going around. Um, there's a small mention where he says, well, they took us to the zoological gardens. This is outside of of London. And there were these men with this uh, great thing above their head. It looked like uh, something like a bladder. They called it a balloon. And uh-huh. we had never seen such a thing. And they were going up to the stars. They, you know, they were just, he had, it was lacked wow. for, you know, terms of, of understanding what this was. But it right. was his, his colorful terming of, of, uh, and very, very detailed, like, you know, description of everything. Like aliens, like, like, like he's walking at an alien uh, land or something. Well, yeah. it, it would be your own account of, you know, going in, uh, you know, to a couple centuries in the future and trying to take all this in. And they're all laughing at you. Right. You know, uh, you know not, not understanding. Well, they laugh but, at me anyway. So. Well, yeah. well, not to your face, no, but. <laughs> right. You get a lot of that. Um, now, you guys are located on uh, uh, Butler Street. You know, a lot of folks in our listening area, you know, we go out as far as Kalamazoo. Zoo, Grand oh, cool. Rapids. Um, they stay. They stay for uh, you know a couple days here, and uh, sure. they'll stay weekends as well here. Sure. Um, uh, We've I know had you, staycations. You get yeah. You get a lot of people here. Um, how how are bookings this year? Off the charts. You know, really? with COVID. Uh, you know, I'm I'm going to say um, honestly, safety was the new commodity. Uh-huh. That's what, as a town, you know, from the very beginning, a year ago, February, when we were all meeting on Zoom meetings, that's what we got together and we hammered down and we sold it. Um, and we are, because of my work in construction, I built hospitals. It was always meet or exceed. Uh-huh. So UV lights in the, you know, in the ventilation system, I bought Jim one of the little CSI, little blue flashlights, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, you know, we didn't know what it was. So you just have to. The, pla- you, the yeah, flashlights, they take all it your eyes, cross all your T's. You do everything possible that you can. Mm-hmm. And you assure your guests you will be, you'll sleep in a luxurious bed. You'll have a gourmet breakfast and you will be safe. Mm-hmm. Um, we had so many guests, one who had never been to a and b before. And that was off the charts. Uh, uh, the second one is we had so many guests who planned trips looking at the CDC map. They were looking mm-hmm. for the least amount of red. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, you have to – I'm sure you know our local numbers are off the charts nationally for like 98% of the town is vaccinated. Right. 
you know, that's just the nature of who we are. Mm -hmm. Right. And there are people who wanted to know that. And people still wanted to have a life. Mm -hmm. Right. They wanted to go out, you know, in the midst of all the suffering. You know, my latest, you know, thing that I would kind of muse around is being a history buff. I would tell people, you know, if you look back at the history of the great influenza, all of a sudden the roaring 20s make a lot of sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know. People are saying, you know, I, I, I want to dress up. I want to go out. I'm, I don't care where you got the alcohol. We're, we're just going to have a great time. Oh, right. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're seeing that. All yeah. through that, uh, this is, you know, 20, you know, all through the past year or so, this has been uh, a really major year for us, even at a reduced occupancy. We just went back to full occupancy uh, June 1st. Mm -hmm. um, but even up to that point, um, we were sold out every week in February. Oh, wow. Wow. I, I heard that from rentals, and I know that from Mill Pond, that we had a very strong fall and winter season. Sure, sure. Uh, uh, stronger than years uh, past, and, and I think COVID probably helped inspire that. It, it did. We like to think it was us that promote the area, right, right. but I really think that it was more of a bigger thing than just a few people putting out commercials and, and doing ad work for our town. Um, I think it was a collaboration of the environment and, and COVID. Sure, and, yeah. and folks wanting to get out of town, folks you know, wanting people, to get out of the big city. Right. People you know, want right. to go back, you know, to their Zoom meeting and say, look at this shirt I got. Mm -hmm. I went away somewhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I got out of you town. You did? Yeah. We right. had so many guests who said, well, we had a planned trip to Italy, but, uh, well, that kind of fell through. So here we are. So Stephen Boyd uh, from the Judson Heath Colonial Inn. What's for breakfast this morning? I know oh. you'll be you'll be running over there. I got you on at seven thirty, so you can get over yes. there, help uh, Jen with breakfast for your guests. Well, our passions are food and history, and so this morning is a dish we actually tailor to the history of the town here. Um, so we do you know fresh baked goods every day, and then we'll always do a really gourmet prepared fruit course, and then we serve a plated breakfast. Mm -hmm. So the breakfast began as we were reading the history of the town. The, the Native Americans who lived here had showed the settlers their main staple were what the settlers called Johnny Cakes, right? Uh, which is basically a, 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 a flat corn cake. Okay. And so we made them up and said, you know, we just kicked around some ideas. What could we do with this? So I began doing... Uh, Smoking, uh, you know, a Boston pork shoulder, and you know, for eight hours all day, every Saturday, and for preparation on Sunday, and do that. Uh, then pull that with a like a, a paella base, uh, like a Mexican cooking sauce. Um, then with a you know, cover that with a pico, and you know, while they didn't have avocado, we elaborated a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, you, you artistic license, mm -hmm. um, but uh, it was just kind of building that, and you know trying to present guests with something a little bit more than the typical of what people would just think as a bed and breakfast, you know, bacon and eggs. Right. You mostly are never going to see that. Or, or, or uh, one of those uh, souffles. I'd gone to a bed and breakfast, and it seems like they all do a souffle no, of some kind. No, not going to happen. Um, you know, a, or a, uh, you know, throw eggs in a... We get a lot of chefs who stay with us. We have uh, your breakfast is prepared on a, on a 1928 Magic Chef 8 burner. Oh, it's um, a beautiful stove. Yeah, I got the chance to uh, visit I had to look at build the, that part of the floor to support that amount of weight um yeah. there's i can't i'm spacing on his name it's there's a famous chef that uh, he wanted the eight burner but all he could get was a six yeah uh so we have the eight uh -huh. so i thought about dropping him a message you know uh, and saying you know if you'd like to cook on an eight but uh, <laughs> all the eights who uh, uh i mean all the all the chefs who come by you know they all want their picture taken with the stove and 
It was at first a little bit unnerving having all these chefs come by because I mean it's like writing a love letter to an English right. teacher. Yeah. You know, <laughs> right. she's 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 going to check your grammar. <laughs> Where's your apostrophe, young yeah. man? No, but uh, you know we've that's just become our reputation as we we're both foodies. We love decadent food. Well, that's great. I bet she's over there busy right now. Speaking of eights, it is eight o'clock, and uh, and and uh, wish we had more time to spend with you. Uh, but we do have to. As break. I like to say with my guests, to be continued. We have our break. I had a nice little break with you and uh, Franny Martin a couple weeks ago, where we sat down and just uh, just shot the um, shoot and uh, and uh, and and hung out. And always always great to hang out with you, Stephen. Thanks for oh, coming sure. out of the show. Let's give very, him a big very. round of applause, Stephen Boyd, from the <laughs> Jensen Heath Colonial Inn. And, uh, of course, your website is? Uh, Judsonheath.com. Judsonheath.com. So go book your stay, get out of town, and hang out with us here in Saugatuck. It's 8 o'clock. We're going to go for station break. I'd like to thank our sponsors, the charming Saugatuck Rentals, the Interurban Transit Authority, Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop, and Mill Pond Realty. We'll be back with C.J. Badrack. We've got trivia coming up. We've got some more local news to share. And then we'll also have Jim Gowran from the Butler Pantry. He'll be on as well to give us some grilling tips and some other information about the Butler Pantry. And stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages on Saga Tech on Sunday, our 4th of July extravaganza. We'll be right back. Happy Independence Day. We are so excited for our parade. We're all getting ready right now. I know everybody's decorating their cars. Mill Pond Realty is going to have like 10 or 11 vehicles in this parade. It's going to be quite the fun. So we are super excited about that. We're going to have CJ here in our half hour right now. We're going to do, uh, we've got a contest, so uh, get ready. We've got trivia. So CJ will be uh, here in just a second. We've got a few things to talk about, some new things in town as well. Why don't we wait until after trivia to bring all that up? Because I think right now it might be time for trivia. CJ works really hard to well, put I'm, these little trivia I'm questions wa- together. I'm washing my car for the parade in between these commercial breaks. A little, I didn't get much done that one. Yeah, right. Well, you know, it was quick. So, it's uh, yeah, CJ, clean up there. That's, uh, okay. Oh, okay. Is that, yeah, what year is that car? That's what a is, 1970 Chevelle convertible SS. Oh, it is beautiful. Ship. Yeah. Uh, we have used it many times in our yeah. parades, and we thank you for volunteering with Sadaba. Um, because uh, you're, you guys are great supporters of Can the business Can I ask community. a question of yeah. Jerry before we get started? Oh, I guess. Uh-oh. Go is ahead. Is this part of the trivia? No, no. no, okay. no, no. You didn't mention the social district in Douglas. All's good? We were going to get there? Okay. Yes. Um, we'll get there. Yeah. You know, um, seems to be going, yeah, seems to be so. going well. Yep. You know, uh-huh. I, I've... Yeah, food food activity. We haven't had any any brawls, any uh, malfeasance of any sort that Uh I'm aware of. Okay. And if there was, I'm usually in the middle of it. So, (laughs) Ah, we're the Uh, cause of it. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Part of the problem, not part of the solution. But no, you know, and I I was um, interestingly enough. So in Saugatuck, they're not doing it 
at this point. Right. Right. They may go back to it in, in the, the off season. Okay. Yeah, yeah okay. that's what they're talking about doing it in the fall after Labor Day. Gotcha. Okay. So no, I do, and I don't know how many are participating and not. And I haven't done a. a this is a new term I just thought. I haven't done a cup count to find cup out. Count. Cup count. Yeah. What's your cup count? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I wonder yeah. how many. I, I would like, like to, to know, know. Yeah. how many yeah. cups Saga Tuck right. sold when, when yeah. we were doing it here. See, in Douglas, it's a lot of like borrowed time. Uh-huh. You know, um, we seem to have people who go to a place and stay there, you know, right. be, it, be, right. it, be yeah. it coast or, you right. know, wild dog or whatever the case may be. Uh-huh. Cove, bowling alley. It, it's. It's, and that's just the nature of it. But it's nice for people. You know, I thought it would help, you know, the galleries. You know, people just strolling yeah. around. Well, sure. and, and, you know, you're not going to get the uh, uh, bachelorette party slinging tequila shots and uh, right. walking I through. didn't right. see a lot of that. No, I don't uh, know. Uh, no. When we had that here. Yeah. Um, okay. So I tell everybody to do it in Douglas if they want to have a drink and walk Sure, around. sure. So um, I do it in Douglas all the time. It's a good place to do it. It's a good I, place to do it. I see what you did there. Yeah, did you? I did. Okay, so I did not uh, use the internet to pick, pick the holidays today. So oh. there's sort of a built-in Fourth of July setup. So oh, okay. Right. Our quiz is Independence Day trivia. Independence Day Independence trivia. Day. Appropriate. Very yeah, appropriate. I love that movie. Okay, so who's first? Uh, you can go first, Gregory. Oh, okay. I don't, so I'll I, go sometimes first. I arrange them according. All right, I'll take score. There you go. You and, and whoever wins gets a free drink from the other person. There you go. In the social district. So, and I'll hold you okay, to that. So question number one. Mm-hmm. Thomas Jefferson and John Adams, both signers of the Declaration of Independence, died on the same day. What day was it? July 4th. 19, uh, 1800, oh. 1826, or 1842? What year was it? Yeah. What, what were the years again? Uh, 1800, 1826, or 1842? 1776. Now, you had the date. Maybe I should take the year. Uh, oh, yeah. No, um, that, that date. Okay, we'll start. No, it is July 4th. I it thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was. Also, uh, President Monroe died on July 4th, so three presidents died on that day. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to go with, um, oh. Five, four. I'm going to go with B. Correct. Yeah. It's, 18, it's, so it's 50 years, 1826. Yeah, I was years. trying to do the math, and I thought, yeah. well, 25 years is too soon. And Right. Yeah, okay. Uh, one, so, only one president, this is yours, Jerry. This is for Jerry. Only one president was born on the 4th of July, A, Calvin Coolidge, B, Warren Harding, or C, Harry Truman. Harry S, S means nothing, Truman. Okay. Um, let me give this some thought. I'm sorry. What was the question? No, I'm kidding. Um, I do that all the now, time. Now, here's yeah, the thing. Yeah. I may be wrong, but I'm going to show uh, being an original Missourian. I'm going to have to go with Harry Truman. Mm, it is Calvin Coolidge. Calvin show Coolidge. me. Oh. Show me. No, I'm yeah. Kidding, yeah. <laughs> Prove it. Calvin Coolidge. Calvin Coolidge. Calvin Coolidge. Okay. Only president born on July 4th. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, see, it worked out. This one's appropriate. To you. Oh, is it appropriate yeah. for me? Okay. George Washington. This is for me. This is mine. You this know, is number you know three. Who George Washington is right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He helped celebrate so. July Fourth in nineteen or seventeen seventy eight by giving his soldiers what? A. New uniforms. B. They had fireworks. Or C. Double rations of rum. 
double rations of rum. Oh, come on. How hard is that? All right. All right. I know that would make me fight harder. I almost I almost put captain there, but I didn't. When all else fails, go with the booze. <laughs> it was 1778, after all. Right, uh, right. While the 4th of July has always been officially celebrated. For Jerry. It, it, it officially became a holiday in A, 1800, 1870, or C, 1903. So officially became a, an American, American holiday. Nowadays. Post office workers got the day off starting. I see with the post workers. You might <laughs> give me a little bit of a hint. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, no, no. Being, being, that was an ad lib. Uh, that was not hard. Being from St. Louis and we hosted the 1904 World's Fair, I'm going to go 1903. Mm, 1870. 1870. Well, that is interesting. Almost yeah. 100 years Almost after yeah. the fact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 1870. Oh, uh-huh. Well, we know comedians suck at trivia. Uh, well, that's we're, we're learning that, yes. aren't we? Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay, it's my okay. turn. In the years leading up to the Civil War, it was considered unpatriotic to a, where's my question, uh, not have fireworks, not have a parade, or C, to cl- to not close your store or restaurant. What well, now? What was that again? It so was, up to Civil War, they up they to were, Civil War uh, in that era. It was very unpatriotic to not have a parade, not have fireworks, or not close your store or business. Not close your store or business. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, I'm they doing good. For that. No, I'm doing good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, this is interesting. John Adams advocated for celebrating on a different date. He he wanted to celebrate on a July second because that's when the vote for independence was officially had, or August second because that was the actual signing date, or C October nineteen seventeen eighty one. That's when Lord Cornwallis uh, actually surrendered and left. So. So being from Missouri, I knew a guy named Cornwallis. So uh, I'll go see. Uh, no, he, he, he wanted to have it on July 2nd because that's when they actually had the vote. Oh, I thought that was C. I'm sorry. Oh, I, then, nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll give you that. No, no, I'll give is, it to you. No, I don't want it because I didn't earn it and it's not fair. Jerry has oh, a handicap. You had another one. <laughs> We got a mulligan. Uh, what country also celebrates their Independence Day as July 4th? A, the Philippines, B, Luxembourg, or C, Egypt? The Philippines. The Philippines. You, you got all these. Look at you. You're getting yeah, good. Yeah, I'm thinking there was some pre-show no, shenanigans going not on. At all. Not at all. No, not at all. No, he never <laughs> lets me know anything okay. uh, when he does this. Right. So. What was the last question? Thank you. Uh, what was the Declaration? Oh, of you, you have the chance, Jerry. Oh, I think. Where, I where was the Declaration of Independence stored during World War II? Uh, so during the war, they took it from the museum wherever it was and put it A, Philadelphia, U- U.S. Congress basement, B, Fort Knox, or C, Sacred Masonic Secret Masonic Temple in Philadelphia. I'm going to say Philadelphia. Fort Knox. Fort Knox. Fort Knox. Well, 
That's what I. That's what I would have said, Fort Knox. Oh, of course you would have. Because you would have got them all right. <laughs> CJ, hey, don't go anywhere I'm not yet. Going I, I wanted to ask you. Um, you guys, uh, you run the uh, charming Saga Tech Rivals. I'm an employee there. Yes, you are, you are an employee. We call you Arturo. Yes, and you do the turnovers. The changeovers. They're turnovers. Well, they're called turnovers. Turnovers. Uh-huh. We don't yeah. serve those. Uh, and uh, up our breakfast game. Right. The breakfast that just left was sounded really good. I know it did. It's making me hungry. Yeah. Um, and uh, you had some guests that that uh, checked in, and uh, and I know I, I'm going to bring it up, I and know. and it's it's a point where we're, you're doing a rental. Just a reminder to make sure you're reading your emails, read the instructions, read the instructions yeah. of what you're renting. So because of the three, you... two of them we don't allow pets in. Correct. It's there. One's an old historic home. The other one's got nice wood floors. Right. You just no did pets. a lot of renovating. And and we we're dog people. We have the apartment with every. They bring dogs. We two two dogs. Uh, uh-huh. We have a place for them to go. Right, you have a dog but, run. Yeah, yeah. Behind, but, yeah. But the house, one of the houses that doesn't allow dogs, the renters did not read the instructions, mm-hmm. and they showed up with. The, they thought they were bringing three dogs, but after some conversations, they brought two, and they're not used to being in cages, so they showed up and then left and went home after they didn't work out. Their dogs weren't. A, Acclimating to being in a well, you compromised. Actually. Oh, we totally gave them. Yeah. A couple You've got options. a great back uh, back yeah. porch, screened yeah, yeah. in porch that uh, you offered that to- they could keep totally the dogs in as long there. as they didn't yep. come into the house. Uh, yeah. You've got those beautiful new wood floors. Understandable. Yeah. Well, yep. No, it, it, and we offered them to come back and stay again in the apartment for just the two of them. They had six mm-hmm. people. They could that wouldn't have worked. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that was disappointing. We hope they had a good vacation back in Illinois. Yeah. Speaking of uh, speaking of dogs, you know, um, I've seen a lot of uh, postings, and I do usually around the Fourth of July from uh, dog owners about fireworks. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, whether for the Fourth of July, New Year's Eve, or another celebration, many dog owners deal with howling, barking, uh, generally anxious dogs during the fireworks. I know Jean from Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop. I know her dogs, she was a little nervous. They had the uh, fireworks in Holland mm-hmm. uh, 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 last night and uh, uh, the other night. And she wanted to make sure that um, uh, her dogs were uh, calm and taken care of. Um, and uh, it's uh, largely believed that Independence Day is when the highest number of dogs run away. Did you know that? Did not. Um, uh, but uh, just what are the dogs afraid of? I, well, it's uh, the, it could be the smell. It could be the noise and the flashes of light, uh, says Judy Morgan. She's a DVM of uh, Dr. Judy Morgan's Naturally Healthy Pets based in Woodstown, New Jersey. I was reading this article. Your dog may tremble, shake, shiver, howl, and bark. Some of them get frantic. And so, you know, we worry about that. Of course, we worry about our pets. But at the same time, we love fireworks. So, you know, if you're unsure of how your new dog might, you know, react, um, they say that uh, pups that don't cope well during thunderstorms are likely to get scared of fireworks as well. I'm, I'm not a veterinarian, but I'm an advocate for puppy Valium. <laughs> puppy Valium. Yeah. I know do people, they have, people, do they oh, have yeah, puppy they, they, they medicate their dogs because of the thunderstorms. Some of the I heard, I heard Benadryl uh, oh, as well. Yeah, yeah. They, they're just stuff. Well, the good news is that there are steps that you can take to help your dog, and, oh. and here's a few of them. Are you ready? I'm ready. Uh, keep your dog away from fireworks. First of all, don't take your dogs to fireworks shows. Now, you might live in a city where the fireworks are taking place, um, and don't leave them outside during the fireworks. Uh, keep 
keeping your dog inside in the evening on the 4th of July is the best idea, especially if you fear they might not react well. Um, also, uh, make sure your dog, your pet has proper ID. Like we just said, you know, they, they say most dogs run away on the 4th of July. More dogs okay. are reported running away. Trivia is over, pal. On the okay, 4th of July. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, ensure the information on your pet's collar is current. And make sure your dog is microchipped and has a GPS device. That way, if they escape, you can find them. Uh, create a safe haven for your dog. Um, uh, they recommend creating a place where your dog will hopefully feel comfortable. Um, you should get your pet used to a calming environment beforehand. Uh, dogs are den animals. They're looking for that cave to get away from it all. That's the kind of animals they are. Try setting up an area in a quiet space away from windows, such as a basement or a larger closet, so they can't hear or see the fireworks. Um, I think this was an interesting uh, idea. Use a crate if that's where your dog feels safe, and make sure to provide your pup with familiar toys and treats uh here's another one uh i've got a whole list here and you know i, I hope that folks are listening absolutely that, that this are, is valuable information uh play white noise yeah you know um that's a you can try leaving on a fan a tv or a radio to help mask the sound of the fireworks um i know i do that because i live right next to uh wally's here and last night cheap dates was jamming out and i have to go to bed early because i got to get up early for the show and so that's what I do. I put, I play some music. I put on the radio. I, anything to just break up the sound. Um, and uh, and there's some classical music called "Through a Dog's Ear" that has been shown to have calming effects for dogs. So you can go to YouTube and find that. Uh, it's called uh, uh, it's called "Through a Dog's Ear." Uh, comfort your dog if you can. Try staying home with your dog or leaving them in the hands of a trusted person. Um, uh, I know. Uh, uh, There's you, a dog there. There's a dog walking down the road right now. There are always dogs around town. This yeah. is a dog town. Our town. Oh yeah. Our town is a dog. Sagatech and Douglas. Yes, indeed. Um, you could buy treats to entertain your dog over at Lakeshore Pet Boutique in Douglas on Center Street. That's we'll where give I that get a little shout out. There's a little beep beep. There's Jimmy. Yeah, I think that's where uh, right. Jimmy. Um, he'll be our eight thirty guest. guest uh, beeping down Butler Street, getting ready to walk upstairs here to the studio. Well, you know, and I thought uh, when. Before you said have some noise, um, like a movie that maybe has, yeah. you know, like like a, a gangster movie or something where there's going to be, you know, firearms discharging. Well, again, that's a, that's on my list here to desensitize your dog to the sounds of fireworks. Uh, you know, well, one 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 good idea before that though is walk them, take them for a nice long walk. Mm-hmm. Get 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 tire the energy out, out, out of them, out. tire them out before the fireworks. Just be cautious though, because you know how it is. You'll be taking them for a walk, and somebody is shooting off fireworks in their yard. Yeah, no, that's like true. That. That's do, true. Do it do it during the daylight hours. I would say right right before. But I think this is this goes into what you were saying uh, to desensitize your dog to the sounds of fireworks. If you suspect your dog is going to freak out at the sound of uh, fireworks, they say try playing sounds of fireworks softly. So your dog is used to hearing them. Try pairing a video of the sounds of fireworks with a treat your dog likes. Uh, 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 and, uh, and so that's a part of, like they say, counter conditioning. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that would work, too. So I think that's a good solution that people could try. Um, uh, the volume should be low enough, they say, that your dog can notice it but does not show signs of stress like panting, pacing. Uh, trying to run away from the area. Another thing is, hey, talk to your vet. 
your veterinarian is uh, going to have lots of great ideas and opinions on how to do that. I mean, of course, I can go on Facebook and tell everybody to stop the fireworks. Um, but but I can also look at all, all of these great ideas right. and, and try to figure out how everybody can have a fun time. Um, and then finally, consider hiring a trainer. If for some reason, you know, um, your dog isn't uh, – oh, there's another – Another fan there beeping down Butler wow. Street. Isn't that great? Uh, our our that. studio here, Absolutely. right above Butler Street. Absolutely, it's, it's but, like uh, what's the Good Morning America or whatever, right on yeah, Good Morning uh, Times Square or whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. So uh, yeah, um, so we want on our pets. I love dogs myself. I'm not a dog owner, but I have my friends. Uh, You're a dog admirer. I'm a dog admirer. There's and a dog whisperer. Greg Monsi is the dog admirer. Dog admirer. Yeah. Tonight at nine o'clock. Tonight at nine o'clock. The dog admirer. And Greg's helping a lady look for her lost dog. You haven't mentioned your uh, suit, your attire. You are ready for the Fourth of July. Well, I am on my traditional suit. I bought for years. I bought the suit at For the Love of Shoes, <laughs> where they had. Suits that they sold. I have a Christmas suit. I have a Fourth of July suit, and I have my traditional suit on, getting ready for the parade. I will actually, um, you know, usually I don't have to do the Fourth of July parade. I facilitate the St. Patrick's Day parade. I do now the Christmas parade, kids Halloween parade, other parades we have in town. This is a parade I can just have fun in and participate. I'll be riding with the Milton Group and uh, passing out. They've got beach balls. Uh, I, I was blowing them up last night over at the office, and uh, they'll be throwing beach balls from their little dinghy. They've got uh, their boat that's, uh, that's all decorated and ready to go. Saw it on Water Street. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and, uh, and so that's one of the many vehicles that will be in there. Also, Bertie Wester uh, and the Wester well, – Bertie Holly, excuse me, uh-huh. uh, Nate's, Nate's wife. And, uh, but she's from the Wester family, and they'll have all of their um, – uh, the golf carts all decorated I as just they bring it do. Up. They were the star. So I've, they I'm are the stars a, of the show. Still a probationary local. Yeah. They put on a good – They really uh, did. Yeah, the golf cart Speaking cruise. Speaking of the star, cruises, departures oh, daily. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And and uh, uh, always get a plug the star of Saga Talk. Julie Julie's is awesome. one of my favorite co-hosts. Oh, yeah. She comes on here quite a bit, and I like having her on. Um, how about some more? Uh, you know, it's eight twenty-three. We're getting close. I have one quick sound, uh, uh, yeah. noise. We're talking about the noise for the dogs. Yeah. I have this quick story. Sure. I was in Fort Madison, Iowa, because the career's on fire. About five years ago. For those of you who don't know, Fort Madison, Iowa is home of the last or one of the last swing bridges for the railroads in the United States. 16% of the gross domestic product travels through Fort Madison, Iowa. Oh. And, of course, I have a room directly across from the train yard. Oh, yay. So I go to check in, and the lady's so kind. She says, you're going to have trains all night. Would you like a noise machine? And I said, well, if I want noise, I'll just listen to the trains. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Well, it was fascinating to watch. Actually, I don't know if I still have them, but I, I watched these, the bridge and the trains, and it was like a step back in time. You know, yeah. Just the barges and the trains. Uh-huh. Man, move, moving the product. Moving the product. But, yeah, I always, I always remember she was such a dear. And uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> the look she gave me when I said that was like, all right, pal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, exciting news uh, in town. Um, we have uh, uh, the long, long, long-time restaurant in town. The Butler Restaurant yes. has been sold. Uh, they're going through a purchase agreement right now. Yep. And uh, wonderful family there. The White and uh, Phelps uh, 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 family have been running that for many, many, many years. Uh, 60, Vicky and 60 Scott, I read? Yeah, Vicky and Scott yeah. took over for their parents. 
uh, who ran it for many years, and then uh, Emily and uh, Scott, or Emily and um, and her brother. Oh gosh, I've got a blank now. Um, uh, I keep wanting to say Scott, um, Emily, uh, uh, and and uh, the sons and daughter of of uh, Vicky and Scott uh, have been kind of running the show there lately. And uh, we just learned that the Redwater Cole- Collection, mm-hmm. uh, that's a group of restaurants, and, and they happen to own um, uh, quite a few restaurants in the area. The Makatawa Golf Club, the Muskegon Country Club, the Ravines, Stonewater, Thornapple Point, Thousand Oaks, Watermark Country Club. Um, they just uh, recently, uh, what, a year or two ago, acquired Boatworks, that mm-hmm. great restaurant in Holland. And uh, done some wonderful things there. Their menu is just absolutely wonderful. And uh, they have acquired the uh, Butler Restaurant, located at 40 Butler Street, Michigan. Uh, The uh, Butler has been locally owned and operated by the White Phelps family for 60 years. It is recognized throughout West Michigan for its quality dining, waterfront views, and, of course, its signature butler burger. Mm-hmm. Was your designated seat part of that agreement? I, that hope so. <laughs> I, I, I hope so. I hope so. The butler has deep roots in the Saugatuck and Douglas community. And I the, made the comedian laugh. Yeah, I, 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 I get it. I get it. You're I have done. Knuckle We're done with you, CJ. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Go polish your Chevelle, pal. Redwater Collection is excited for the opportunity to carry on the traditions of this well-known dining establishment. The Butler was established in 1961 and is in its third generation of ownership. The historic former inn turned family-run eatery serves as one of the oldest restaurants in Saugatuck. The Butler offers casual waterfront dining with spectacular views of the Kalamazoo Harbor. Over the past four years, Redwater has expanded its collection of restaurants and golf clubs, and we named quite a few of them. Vicki Phelps, one of the current owners of the Butler, said, This is an exciting and emotional time for our family. We are sad to part ways with the ownership of this restaurant that has been such an integral part of our lives for many, many years. But we are pleased to announce Redwater as the new owner of this historic establishment. I think they're going to keep a, 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 a keep keep the tradition uh, and and then probably tweak it up a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. give it some upgrades. Uh, Stephen, that Stephen Phelps. Excuse me for forgetting your name, Stephen. Uh, another, he's one of the current owners. Uh, he said we searched hard to find the right people to pass off the butler reins and are confident that Redwater will maintain the butler's reputation and take great care of the guests and team. Uh, they're going to keep all the employees there and all the uh, all the key employees, uh, Morgan and uh, all the folks there are going to be uh, staying along. The employees and the managers are going to be staying along. And, uh, and we wish them the best of luck. We wish the uh, Felt family and the Whites family the best of luck. A um, lot of things changing in town. As we uh, move into a, a, a new, it seems like a new era for the area. Let's see the Red Dock. Uh, uh, well, Tony. B- before we get there, I'm noticing that now we have a putt-putt course coming out by Dollar General. Yes. And, and the golf course people just bought the Butler. Is there a connection? I, oh. oh. I don't know. I have been, you know, I've been kind of snooping around over there, but I haven't run into anybody over at the golf course because I want to have them on the show here. Uh, that would be cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That we want to find cool. out. I think it's, yeah. I we think can't it. wait for that to open. 
I was hoping to be open by now, but, you know, construction materials, yada, yada, yada. Correct. Um, Correct. A lot of people thought it'd be open real quick because they had the track laid down, but I haven't seen the windmill yet. I haven't seen the windmill. The waterfall. The clown mouth. The clown mouth. You know. So we got to have those things, gotta right? Got to get them. So it'll be interesting to see how that, how that can comes you ma- together. Can you imagine that truck driver? All right, where do you want the clown mouth? Uh, let's go five, you know. So. <laughs> uh, or the clock with the pendulum. <laughs> yes. I think it is just going to be a ton of fun. I do, too. Uh, I, lo- I love Putt-Putt. I'm excited for it, yeah. too. Yeah, I, and I, it's a great location for it, too. See, now we'll also have a putt-putt battle of the bridge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll all come out and, uh, you know. Yeah, you'll see it right across the street from the uh, Saugatuck Township building. Sure. And uh, the uh, police station there. And yep, uh, yep. it's a great location as you're coming in and going out of town. Correct. Um, so they'll get lots of exposure, lots of kids coming out, you know, screaming to their parents, oh, we want to stop. We well, you know how cool it is because you have uh, the Dean Rides. Then the ice cream, then the putt putt. It's just mm-hmm. a nice lead in right into the community. That's right. That's right. So you mentioned Red Dock. Me- yeah, mentioned Red Dock. Uh, it is about eight thirty though. So, so why don't we we'll talk? Come back we'll talk that. about Red Dock. All Stay right. tuned, right. and we're going to find out what what's going on at the Red Dock. And okay. you seem to know something, uh, and so I, I want to get it get it out of you. Um, <laughs> but we'll be right back. Um, we want to we want to uh, remind everybody the parade here in downtown Saugatuck. I've said it probably three or four times. I'm going to say it every half hour is at 11 a.m. It starts on Elizabeth Street. Show up by 10.30 if you want to be a part of it. And it comes down Elizabeth, down Lake Street, down Butler Street, and then back up the hill. It's at 11 a.m. We've also got fireworks at dusk. And uh, yes. stay tuned. Uh, we'll find out more about the sandbar. And then we'll also have Jim Gowron from the Butler Pantry will be on. Uh, he, oh, look at Jim. He's all dressed up in his red, white, and blue. Uh, we'll have you on right after this short break from our sponsors. Thank you for joining our 4th of July extravaganza here on Saga Tech on Sunday with Gregory Muncy, my special co-host, Jerry Donovan. We're back and we'll be back. On, Ch- on Saga Tech on Sunday. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. July and the fireworks tonight. We've got fireworks at dusk over Kalamazoo Harbor. Great place to view them is at Cook Park, right next to the Butler Restaurant. You could also view them from uh, uh, Coughlin Park, uh, which is a good spot. There, there's a gazebo, huge yard there for you to lay out your blankets. A lot of people, you want to get it out there quick and claim your spot. Um, and then the parade is at 11. I will be busy getting out of here and i've got my red white and blue suit on and uh we'll be getting out of here and getting ready to participate in the parade with the rest of the town jerry donovan my my co-host is here with me jerry jerry welcome back i'm still i'm sending an email to the national trivia truthful commission i'm i'm, I'm so you're questioning my will well, you know i just uh you're questioning i want to have some vet no i'm just kidding <laughs> 
that was fun, man. It was fun. Now, uh, you're back. And, and educational. We promised, we promised everybody we were going to talk a little bit about the Red Dock. Uh, uh, real quick, before we get James on. Um, uh, so, uh, uh, tell us uh, a little bit what you know. The Red Dock is, is closing? After how many years? I know nothing. Nothing! Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I just know what everybody else knows. Is okay. At this point in time, uh-huh. it, it's due. Uh, I'm hoping... That it doesn't, that somebody steps forward. I don't know anything, but, you know, I was watching uh, the, the rollout on Facebook about it, and yeah. I couldn't help myself. So I interjected that, well, what you don't understand is it's going to open up next year under its new name called the Rumor Mill. <laughs> <laughs> that would be and, Well, think about it. Your, your drink, man, you would be, you know, number one drink. Hey, you know what I heard? Yes. Drink number two. Who told you that? Yeah. Drink number three. You're out of your mind, you know. <laughs> and it just, in the office, I was talking to a couple people, and then it just kept going on. And on. We got up to like twelve drinks. That's hilarious. Uh, actually, there's there. I, I from what I understand, there are no definite plans in the future for the Red Dock uh-huh. at this point in time. Uh-huh. I don't know anything more than anybody else. Uh, I have my boat dock right down the walk, right. and um, you know, I, I do a lot of listening. Yeah, Red Dock is a great hangout here in Douglas, uh, across the bridge here uh, from Saugatuck, and uh, and they've been there for many years. They do uh, uh, Sunday music and and uh, a great time there by Tony. We wish Tony and his wife the best of luck. Well, now on that thing, now let's think about this, CJ. Weigh in because. You know, we have the butler being sold and the Red Dock in transition, uh-huh. and they're right across the water from each other. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's how rumors get started. <laughs> I should know. I start a lot of them. Uh, well, um, uh, it is. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Um, we want to welcome you to Saga Tech on Sunday. We're in our last half hour, and we want to thank you for tuning in as we're getting ready for our 4th of July celebrations. But I want to get that disco ball down for our next guest. And the dance and, floor. Oh, there he goes. Wow, look at him go all dressed up in red, white, and blue. He's lighting up. Lights are flashing everywhere from his necklace. We want to welcome to the welcome to the stage Jim Gowan from the Butler Pantry. Morning, Gregory. How are you? It's Good great morning. to be here. I was practicing your last name. It Galvin. was fantastic. Galvin. I heard it this morning at Galvin. about eight o'clock, and I said, "Yes, he got it right." Yes, he got it right. <laughs> uh, uh, you were on the show a couple months ago. Um, and uh, talking about the Butler Pantry, and uh, as we were still in COVID restrictions, yes. and uh, they have been released now. And yes. uh, so, uh, Jim, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself um, uh, for folks that don't remember when you were on last time. You're from? I'm you're a from? native Detroiter. Oh, just very like far me. East side. Grew That's up me. in the city of Detroit. Uh huh. Went to Detroit Public Schools. You went, so you grew up in the city. I grew of up in the city. Uh huh. Yeah. And uh, what school? What school did you? I went to Marquette Elementary School. Okay. Wow. And uh, wow. And then later transitioned into the parochial schools. Okay. So what was public school like in Detroit? Was it as bad? Oh my as gosh, says? it was fantastic. I mean, I was taking industrial arts in third grade. Oh wow! I have. I still have a little wooden fish on a stand that I made. I was eight years old, <laughs> and we were using. Circular saws and sanders, and I, and I look back and I think, my gosh, I can't believe what we were doing. They had home economics, which I think both those types of classes should still be. Yeah, I do too. Should still right. be available. Yeah. Um, as I know from working in the store, people just don't know how to boil an egg. <laughs> we had someone buy a tea kettle yesterday, and John was telling him seriously, the instructions inside tell you how to boil water. 
<laughs> and they do. Place the kettle on the stove, turn the heat on, place the kettle on top. Because um, people, they... Isn't that funny? I remember home ec. Um, you know, we learned sewing. Uh, we learned cooking. We learned all of the, you know, the basics of things. Um, I made a Garfield pillow. You did. That was my project. Yeah, what was your you What was your uh, sewing project? Do you remember? I, I did not take home economics. Oh, that's right. You no. went to parochial, right? Yeah, after that. That um, was a uh, requisite for the uh, public schools. They yes. all had, uh, 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 back yeah. in the day, uh, the home ec classes with the little mini kitchens in them. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, uh, new at Butler Pantry, um, uh, lots of things, uh, lots of things to grill. A lot of people are going to be out grilling. It is grilling season. We like to think grilling season is year round, though, because mm-hmm. you can do it any time of the year. Really? And uh, we've got great accessories for your grill. I mean, everything from uh, all your cooking utensils and and uh, skewers and uh, uh, your marshmallow. Uh, Tongs to have uh, roasted marshmallows mm-hmm. and everything to barbecue sauces and marinades and rubs and all kinds of stuff for uh, yeah. your grilling. You guys have meats. great sauces there. I know we that have great them. sauces. Um, uh, so the Butler Pantry is quite a staple here in the Saugatuck Douglas area. Many folks know mm-hmm. that they've been here for many, many, many years. Um, and you guys moved uh, about six, seven years ago now. Um, it was our ninth year at this Your location. Ninth? Has yeah. it been that long? Yeah. I helped you guys move. I helped um, uh, uh, all of those guys move, um, and uh, uh, in that from that from that basement in that building over where for the love of shoes is now, mm-hmm. and it, the ceiling it's like a five foot basement. <clears throat> I don't know how many times I knocked my head running up and down those stairs, but uh, it was a lot of fun helping uh, John Jerome, Mike, and all the guys uh, move everything over there. It was quite an experience. And then you guys are in the old hardware store we right are. across the, and you've been there for nine years. This is there a nice summer there, yeah. Wow. And there's a lot Isn't of fun. It amazing how time flies. It doesn't seem like that long. We've got a nice uh, group of shops in over there now. We've got uh, Satya Yoga took over the uh, Ron's old hardware um, space there in the back. And, they finally uh, cleaned that up. They cleaned that Ron up. Ron Wilkins, that was his little workshop. And any time that I had to have something fixed, something old, and I needed an old rusty screw, I would I would know that he'd have that one. He I'd would, go right to him. He would have everything he needed. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. yeah he, and so uh, they, they've got the bike rentals and um, Satya Yoga. They're doing the in-the-elements rentals. They've in got the tandems, element. and they've got regular bicycles and uh, beach chairs and all kinds of things there, and we have the bookstore and the flower shop, and we're located there, so we got a nice little uh, shopping plaza going on down there. Yeah, they were on the show a couple weeks ago, actually. So, um, uh, yeah, they were uh, 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 in the element, and as well as oh, there go more dogs. We're we're, we're always that's I'm we sitting are. here, and I don't know how you can focus because I'm looking, <laughs> I'm watching everybody out there, and who's walking by, and what they're doing, and I'm like, you know, I'm looking down this way. Is that Frank? Is that, What's yeah. he doing? Frank. I was surprised uh, you noticed me when I tooted my horn. I was like. Oh, yeah. I He's not going to know who that is. Oh, yeah. But you I, did. I, know. I did. had a couple fans that toot their horns um, uh, and, and other things. Um, uh, but I uh, 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 wanted to uh, ask you, uh, are you, what are you guys planning for today? Is there anything special going on for the 4th of July? Well, we're still um, limited. We usually do our samples of our different products during yes. the holidays yeah, and have weekends. You been, have you, have you we have not been doing that because yeah. – uh, 
Uh, we just want to be a little bit safe during yeah. this, this mm-hmm. time and not have things set out that everyone's kind of feeding themselves. And so so we're still holding back on that right now. I know American hoping... Spoon, they're, they're not doing it anymore. In fact, they came in and just got rid of all of that stuff. They're yeah. no longer doing tasting. Yeah, we're, we're, we're looking at ways that we can maybe pre-make little individual servings so people can take them with oh. them and, and we can pass them out versus uh, having people themselves sample um, we're looking at doing some cooking demonstrations in the fall when oh, it's not cool. so busy here. And You have a great and, spot uh, over there, Cookies on Call, with that counter oh where, you gosh, could, yeah. where you could do cooking demonstrations. Oh, yeah. so, That's a uh, great idea. Lauren talks with somebody right now um, about uh, her coming in and doing some things like that this fall. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, mm-hmm. so you're working today. You won't be in the parade, but I, you will be watching the parade. I, I hope to be watching the parade in between customers, absolutely. In between customers. Yeah. In between customers. Um, what, Jim, what did you do before um, you ran – you pretty much run the show there, um, uh, there at the Butler Pantry. Um, uh, but uh, what did you do – It is be- a show. What, huh? It is, it a, is show. a show. It really is <laughs> it a show. Is. We like to have fun there. Yeah, you, you know really, that. I, I do. They really do. Oh yeah. Um, I when I'm working at uh, Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop, which I will be all this week. Oh. I want to give Jean a special shout out and say enjoy your week off. She is finally taking. Oh a my gosh, a whole week. She's taking the That's whole week her. off, That's... and I will be in that shop all week long. Um, and then doing part-time over the weekend, I'll be in the shop in the mornings and the evenings and at Mill Pond during the day uh, throughout the week. So it's going to be a busy week for me. Yeah. Uh, but if you want to get a great flower arrangement, call back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop this week, and you'll get a, 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 a personalized, designed arrangement from the... Gregory, Gregory Muncy, doing yes. an amazing job. Sunday morning Gregory. trivia champion. Lots of attention to detail you yeah. put into your arrangement. Yeah, yeah, we really enjoy uh, the art of, of of floral arrangement. Uh, helped her with a big wedding uh, before she left. She had a wedding at Felt Mansion. Where'd she go? And uh, uh, she's going to uh, South Carolina. Okay. And uh, she's hanging out with uh, uh, her uh, niece, okay. and uh, and they're going to go uh, check out and have a nice week uh, where she used to work, uh, uh, her uh, old stopping grounds, um, South or North Carolina, <coughs> one of the Carolinas, and a uh, uh, neighborhood that she knows uh, very familiar with, and they're going to go visit the sites and take a break. So question, what is the absolute best grill for somebody to, to have? You know, I think Weber if you're okay. looking for a basic grill, you know, okay. they got right. these, the, the egg uh, grill, and you can go into all kinds of different types. Weber grills hold up. I yeah. mean, they withstand the elements. Um, <clears throat> they're solid and true. They're not your cheap grill, but, you know, you get these some of these ones. I won't name the brands that you see mm-hmm. at some of the, the large um, home improvement stores for uh-huh. $99. And yeah. you'll, you're lucky if you get a season out of them, and they're rusted out. They really the do. Weber's, the Weber's just last. So fantastic for grills. Okay, mm-hmm. next question: gas or charcoal? Oh man, that is. See, I like I have both. Okay, because sometimes I want to just quick do it. And right, I have yep, gas yep, yep. to put on, and other times I just like that that charcoal smell and, <laughs> and you know taste. raw feel of, of yeah. barbecuing in the right. summertime. I and do that, too. The smells bring back memories. Of oh childhood. yes, so it's all exactly. About, it's all the exactly. whole experience of not just grilling, but this this the, what you see right. and what you smell and. Yeah. Even even the lighter fluid smell to me, it just brings, I just think it brings back <laughs> childhood memories. So, um, gas or charcoal, it's a preference. I have both. I have a little Weber charcoal grill. Uh-huh. 
Um, and then I have a gas grill. Right. And so I rotate depending. Yeah. So, I mean, if it's a long day, you can come home oh, and you want yeah. to throw something on the grill. Yeah, because you don't want to put the oven on in the house because it's right. too hot out. So you go outside and you throw something on the but grill. But if it's and... a holiday and you're making an event of it, um, you go with the charcoal. I go with charcoal. Yeah. So being from Detroit, did you yeah. have those Sunday afternoons where Dad was grilling and you were listening to Tiger Games? Oh, my parents were interesting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my dad was a Baptist minister, so we were in church most of the oh, day okay. on Sunday okay. and Sunday night. And my mom just despised anything outdoors. Oh, yeah. So uh, back when Flint, <laughs> so Michigan. So I can see how you got they, into grilling. <laughs> she, no, she was not into grilling. When, when they opened this indoor uh, theme park in Flint, Michigan years ago called Auto World, my mom was all for it. Uh-huh. There were no bugs, no sun, no heat. She loved everything indoors. So we didn't really do a lot of that. <laughs> That's funny. Our family. Yeah. Not on Sunday. Uh-huh. You know, when, uh, when, but, other, but with other relatives and that, and, and, you know, doing the grilling and that, uh-huh. um, we yeah. would do. Right. Not, Sunday was a... Our rentals, when I'm running around on our properties, and that's one thing I like to check for our vacationers, is to make sure that they have a good, working, clean grill yeah. um, in the summer. When you're renting a house, you know, and you're on vacation, that's one of the reasons, one of the things you yeah. want to do is grill. Um, and you want to have the utensils, the appropriate utensils right. uh, for the grill. And, and you want to be prepared ahead of time before you grill. Make sure you got everything together. The last thing you want to yeah. do is have a piece of meat on the grill. And now you're looking for your tongs in the drawer or yeah, right, right, to flip right, it right. with. And so do your mise en place. Have everything already in place beforehand so you're uh-huh. ready to go. Um, do you marinate your meat before you put it on the grill? That's is it. it really that important? It, it depends on what you're looking for uh-huh. in, in your meat. One thing that I find... I love, I recently, um, over the last year, purchased a meat tenderizer, which you just chop holes into yeah, the meat. I've and seen that it. really, I had these thick um, uh, pork chops I got from uh, Demand, uh, Super Value. Super Value. Last, right. Uh, last <laughs> Whatever name it is this It'll week. It'll always be yeah. Demand's. And, well, to uh, some people, it's Taps. And it's hard to cook <laughs> oh, the real wow. thick uh, meat. So when you tenderize it, um, it allows it to cook through because you got mm-hmm. you, you're puncturing holes in the meat and then i seasoned it we have these seasonings for milford spice company out of milford michigan and i seasoned that with that and then i put some of our um oh, which barbecue sauce oh the uh, carolina barbecue sauce from lily q's oh that's a very Chicago. good one yes, so i, I, I kind of cook my my um uh pork with the spice on it, and then in the end, I added the barbecue sauce. Um, you might want to marinate it if you want to have some juicy flavors inside of it. Mm-hmm. Some people just put a little salt and pepper on and, and grill it. Mm-hmm. So, See, that's how I am, salt and pepper. I, yeah. I'm always afraid to do anything, like tenderize it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm afraid to, uh, you know, because I think that that's going to make the meat tougher. Oh no! Because it's cooking it. more inside of it, and but you can, I'm a you can, medium rare kind. But of if guy. you don't, it, and it depends on the thickness of the steak or, or the piece of meat that you're grilling. If it's very thin, you don't really need to do that. But mm-hmm. um, it makes it t- more tender because to cook through, if you don't, you got the outside part's going to get too done before mm-hmm. the middle part is cooked. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's always best to undercook than overcook. So check your, mm-hmm. you have a thermometer, check your temperatures. You can always cook it a little bit longer. Yeah. But once it's overcooked. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's not pleasant. Yeah. There's and especially yeah. pork. If, yeah. if you're grilling seafood, tricks would would recommend. Well, and I ask because I, I never know how long to keep I've fish da- on the grill. I know I've damaged more salmon. Not very than, long. Yeah. I know. Um, like 
four minutes. I mean, it depends on how thick it is. fish and, and all that stuff, but probably not more than four minutes on the side. And, uh-huh. Okay. Um, it's good to have a grilling basket for that. Um, okay. Oh, yeah. Because sometimes people, it'll fall through. You know. And you guys sell grilling baskets, we do. don't you? Yeah, we sell a ton of those. Those are great. And those are great for, for fish, and some people use them for vegetables because you can put them right on the grill top, and they're not going to fall through the little cracks between the Mm-hmm. Great. Right, right. Well, you don't have to tenderize a hot dog. No, that's so easy. That's good and to hot go. dogs are hot, hot dogs, dogs are, are great on the they, grill. They Absolutely. You can't the deny best that. On the grill. Well, you know, I asked about charcoal or, or gas. I'm from St. Louis, and they're barbecue nuts down there. Yes, right? they are. Yeah. And I, and I asked because every when you said the memories, man, it really struck home because my dad worked at Anheuser Busch, and every Sunday, I mean, if you've never experienced a St. Louis summer, don't because. <laughs> It's just scorching. That's it why is. we get so many and people humid. up here. Right. But he would be in long pants on the patio, concrete with the charcoal grill going, and we'd listen to Cardinal games. And it was almost like, okay, meat's done. Oh man, oh. you're only in the eighth inning. Yeah. Come on, you right. know, you just wanted it to take as long. Now that said, <laughs> my brother comes up, and I had gotten a gas grill. So he walks out and goes, what the hell is this? Uh, you know, where, where's the Weber kettle? Where's, yeah. where's, the, where's the charcoal? And I'm yeah, like, right. sorry, I've crossed over. Right. Uh, <laughs> but you're right. I think it has a different flavor. I prefer charcoal myself. And also, you mentioned people, you know, don't cheap it out on the meat. Right. You know, you see, it, that, right that, that is the important, you know, uh, Demise is good. You know, Blue Star Meats, I don't know if you guys I was just going to give them a plug. I I just got a couple steaks from there uh, last week, and they were amazing. Um, They were a special cut. I can't remember the name of it, but... uh, but uh, he showed me that, uh, and they're, they're big Music in the Park fans. They come to Music in the Park a lot. Uh, yeah, he walked up to me two years ago, and I didn't recognize him. Right, I don't recognize just... him either. And when I, he, he waited on me when I was there, and I right, didn't recognize right. him. Um, but uh, uh, but uh, I, I think they do a terrific job And then job the other there. thing is with the new uh, fish lads. Yes! Oh, yeah. the seafood. That's why I was asking about have the you seafood. Seen, because... Have you seen the fish lads over I've there? Never, they, never, yeah. oh, they, they restored the shanty yeah. over there oh. with the his, History Center. And uh, so it's actually not only that, not only do they sell fish there, it's actually an exhibit yeah. of the old fish shanty where they used to sell fish out of back in the day, 100 years ago or whatever. And they have a River Queen yeah. boat. Right. Compliments, you know, from the R.J. Peterson era. Yeah. Because R.J. made all the River Queens. Yeah, the River Queen. They have a River Queen sitting over there, and that's where they, they cook the fish. They cook oh, and really? prepare it. Yeah, yep. right there on the boat and in front. there's a kitchen oh, wow. right there on the boat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, right, really right next amazing. to Retro Boats. But that's why I was, you know. Yeah, it's been, it's never been long overdue here. So many people have come in the store. Where can we get fresh fish? Nowhere. The right? Light. I know. Nowhere. I mean, <laughs> I, I, there used to be Lambert's in Holland, and that went out years ago. Yeah, and, and it, it always seemed funny to me that there was nowhere to get good fresh fish in town. And, and it's like, right. I think they answered a calling. I see them busy all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love it when we get new businesses that are totally different, but they're filling in yep. a calling. Absolutely. Now we need a bakery. Exactly. Oh, now we boy. need a full-time bakery. Here now, they go. do have a nice bakery over at the grocery store. But, um, a, 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 you know, a gourmet bakery, you yeah, know, right. where you can get a, a, a birthday cake, uh, you know, sure, things like that. Sure, um, Pastries. Your pastries, uh, fresh baked bread. Yeah. I'm um, sorry. When, 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 in my opinion, the greatest donut in town is sold by the Amico 
uh, out by the highway, it's like, yeah, maybe we do need a bakery. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's your favorite donut. Oh, that's for yeah, sure. I call it the wedding cake. These things are huge. I don't know what it is, but. I'm going to have to go get one. At you, the do. you do. You do. Yeah, right. BP out by the highway. 196. Really? Yeah, right by Burger King. Really? Oh, that's a, that's a, a great little store, man. Right. Chris is awesome. Now, while I've got you, Jim, um, yeah. let's, let's talk about sides. What what, sides. what 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 oh. kind uh, uh, what kind of what's your favorite Fourth uh, uh, of July side? I love potato salad. That's what it was just you, you were looking at me starting to uh, pronounce a potato salad. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. Now yeah, how do you a, make yours? Okay, I've got a recipe from uh, my uh, late partner Ray's family, the Riker family, uh-huh. um, which has your red skin potatoes in it. It's got mayonnaise, Dijon mustard. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna miss an ingredient here and there, but basics are there's eggs in there, there's bacon in there. Oh, um, Ooh, that sounds good. It is a mm-hmm. phenomenal uh-huh. potato salad. It's yeah. loaded. Yeah, and it's it's hearty. I'm traditional. I use the white potato with the celery, onion, yeah. uh, uh, Miracle Whip. Oh, and that, that many people do not like, but they love my potato salad, uh, mustard, uh, yeah. eggs, just the basic American potato salad. Yeah. Um, but I love I lo- what you're talking about. I want some of that now. It's making me hungry. I'm going to have to make that. You've got yeah, bacon in it. Bacon in it. You yeah. make it bring now, me some. And then you sprinkle bacon on top also. Oh, with some paprika. Now, you mentioned that you were... Leaving out a couple of ingredients. It's not intentional. Not intentional. No, no, okay. Just, yeah, you're not holding back on us now. No, no, okay. No, no, no. Half a gallon of bourbon. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but uh, but then a potato salad. And then what what else do you usually corn make? Corn on the cob. Ooh. Ooh. Gotta have sweet Michigan sweet corn on the cob. I mean. That on the grill. That is fantastic. And then you gotta have watermelon. I'm sorry. Uh, see watermelon. Absolutely. Uh, grill. The corn in the husk? I don't grill corn. Really? Okay. I mean, if I do, I wrap it in tin foil. Okay. I just don't like the char burns, the char on my corn. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, if I, if I do it in the husk, it's a little tricky, you know, peeling it off, but oh, my yeah. Lord. Mm-hmm. Grilled corn in the husk. Ooh. Oh, I, yeah. I like it. Yeah, that like is it. good. Good stuff. But either way, the corn on the, and the watermelon, too. I mean, nice you're done. Watermelon. You've got meat. You've got your potato salad. You've got your corn on vegetable. the cob. Dinner's done. Yeah, exactly. Your vegetable dinner's uh, done. Okay, now dessert. Strawberry shortcake. Strawberry. <laughs> I mean, I know they're kind of out of season now, so you, what you're going to get is going to be California strawberries. Right. But you have to get a little more some sugar. Some pound cake, some you know what strawberries. Well, we got to have apple pie. Ice cream. Oh, yes, of Somewhere course. Somewhere in the mix. got to have apple, apple pie. pie. Yeah. Uh, but my mom always did strawberry shortcake on Fourth of July. Yeah. Uh, that was a big thing. And uh, I make my own whipping well, cream. That's so easy. All you do mm-hmm. is buy the cream and you whip it. Well, you think about when we were kids. We... It's, it's 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 easy and it it's is. better than Cool Whip. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. When we were kids, uh, you know, the grocery stores had what was in season. Uh-huh. Right. I mean, now you can get oranges year-round. You can get peaches year-round. You yeah, know. you're right. So, you know, our parents kind of – strawberries and watermelon were in season now, and that's what we ate in the summer. Right, yeah. right. And yeah. so, um, you know, then when that was done, it was blueberries, and uh-huh. then it was cherries, and then you went into the winter, and you didn't have watermelon in the wintertime. Right. Well, remember right. when avocados, on the cob in the avocados were four months? Yeah. Yes. And now, yep. all of a sudden, now you get them all the time. All the time. I remember that, yeah. So it was, it was more of a treat, in the I think, in seasonally mm-hmm. in the summer. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So Jim, Jim Galwin. Galwin. Yeah. Galwin. 
McGovern was practicing last night that from the been, Butler Pantry. Yes. Um, talking about all of our fun uh, barbecuing and, uh, and all the great things at the Butler Pantry. Butler Pantry located at 439 Butler Street. And they've got everything we talked about on the show, everything you need for your grill. Yeah. Um, and we know you're all going to be grilling, so support local, shop often, and uh, and uh, and uh, stick around uh, uh, throughout uh, the day here in Saugatuck. Uh, we, we've got to go. Our show, we're, we're closing now, uh, Saugatuck on Sunday. Our, we thank you, everybody here, for listening to our 4th of July extravaganza. And uh, and thanks for tuning in. Uh, we're getting ready for the parade, so meet you up at the hey, high school. Real, real quick, Jim, yeah. if you're not going to be in the parade, can I borrow the hat? I'll bring it back. Absolutely. He's not going to borrow it. He's not going to let it, let it free. No. Um, uh, he wouldn't see it again. Do you see how I pause and look at you? It's a great show. I want we're to thank you it. for coming on. And, My pleasure. And uh, thanks for coming. And uh, we'll have the parade at 11 a.m. I'll repeat that uh, down Butler. So get your spot now. I see people out there already. They'll be claiming their spots on Butler Street. And then also the fireworks at dusk. That's around 10 o'clock or when the uh, fire uh, fireworks officials deem it dark, good, enough. dark enough. And real quick, anybody yeah. out there listening, okay, so we're going to have fireworks at dusk slash dark. Don't wait until 8.30 to come rolling into town uh-huh. for parking. How about come make a late afternoon, evening of it? Let's get here early, get settled. So Watch the parade. And, and, exactly. And, 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 all day. and real quick before we go, people talk about parking and complain that there's not enough. There's plenty of parking in Saugatuck, folks. We've got the Saugatuck High School, which is available for parking. It's only four or five block walk down to downtown Saugatuck. That's that's in Chicago. That's like one block. Yeah. And and so there is free parking in Saugatuck. There is parking here, but get your parking spot now. Also, also we have a ton of parking in Douglas. That's right. Okay, so you can come watch them from the Douglas side because yeah. this is a. a, a Two community event, yep. five community. I throw the township folks in there too. That's right. Um, you know, and as far as that goes, uh, there's a place called uh, Hayworth that has a big, huge parking oh, lot. Oh, that's a good. One. I, you know, I, well, I don't. I, well, I, well, you know, yeah, can you park that? I don't know. You know, hey, you know. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. <laughs> I want to wish everybody a happy Fourth of July. Have a We're safe. Back. Safe and fun time as we go through all of our events uh, throughout West Michigan. And we want to welcome everybody into our town and uh, have a safe, fun time. Thank you for listening. Saga Tech on Sunday. We'll be here next week and every Sunday, 7 to 9 a.m. This is Gregory Muncy. Thank you, my co-host, Jerry Donovan. we got to go. Happy it's 9 o'clock. Happy 4th of July, everybody. Thanks for joining us this morning for Saga Tuck on Sunday with your host, Gregory Muncy. Today's show has been brought to you by Mill Pond Realty, Back to the Fuchsia, the Interurban, and Charming Saga Tuck Rentals. If you'd like to hear today's show, you can go to our website for the podcast, 927thevan.com. It's also on our mobile app. And join us next Sunday, 7 a.m. for Saga Tuck on Sunday on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van.